Hello, and welcome to Final Show Films. I'm John, the executive producer here, and I've got a few pre-show notes for you. First, a reminder. All of the content we produce is available on our website at finalshowfilms.com, as well as youtube.com slash sensaku, sensaku.podbean.com, twitch.tv slash sensaku, and on iTunes. We are only able to do the things we do thanks to the kind support of our Patreon donors. We give a special shout-out to our $25 tier supporters, Antitonic and Cat Waterflame. If you'd like to support us that way, be sure to check it out. Secondly, a thank you to the folks over at 411mania.com. They produce articles and content related to wrestling, MMA, movies, music, and gaming. Go check them out. We appreciate their support as well. And lastly, be sure to subscribe, comment, and rate, if possible, wherever you listen to or watch our content. It helps us know what you like, what you don't like, and helps us make more content. Feedback is always appreciated. With all that being said, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hi. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Changing the Lost in Grover Green. I'm Jack, the storyteller for this uh, Final Show Films production. And before we get started, let me introduce you to our cast of characters, starting with Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I play Adele Graveling. Darkling And Raphael? Hi, I'm Raphael. I play Neofly, the Darkling Night Singer. And Aaron? Hi, I'm Erin, and I'm playing uh, Gail, the fairest dancer, flowering. And Mara? Hi, I'm Mara. I play Lys, the wizened oracle. And William, first of the brothers not so grim. <laughs> uh, I'm William, and I, and I play uh, Phage, the uh, ogre gristle grinder. And the second of the brothers not so grim, John. I'm the most grim. What are you talking about? I'm playing Nero, the <laughs> elemental <laughs> fireheart. Unfortunately, Holly, who plays Lark, our beast Winwing, was not able to be with us today, but we shall soldier on in her absence. <clears throat> so, as the sun rises once again on the city of Baltimore, a few days having passed since your last experiments and extravaganzas and expeditions, once again, somewhere across the city, someone, somewhere, turns on a very specific radio. Salutations, all my Trixie siblings, from Fen, from Forest, from Town, from Trestle. Whatsoever your second birthplace might be, DJ Otzel welcomes your attentive ears this eve. <laughs> a moment of great import does befall us apace, and the harmonies and strifes that attend our communities have reached feverish heights. Alliances are both built and broken, and further conflict lurks just o'er the temporal horizons. But the convocation draws nigh, and it warrants all to be in attendance, lest your own whispers go unheard, unnoticed, as all our company prepares to learn who will lead these testy rivals. It's been a few days since you guys left the Goblin Market uh, and performed the final function of your Don Zingris pledge with the Haunted Waters Motley. It's kind of midweek right about now, and you've had a few days to attend to the hollow, take care of any personal business you might have, and you're still keeping an ear out for whenever this 
grand citywide changeling assembly is going to happen when apparently the topic of the freehold's name, identity, and the various courts and power structures that people will hopefully voluntarily uh, submit themselves to in order to gain a level of stability in their community. What all is going to come of those various topics? So what's everybody been up to these last few days? Um, I would have been looking around for information on the uh, person that we're supposed to find for the summer court. Okay. Because um, apparently he apparently the, 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 the crowd that he runs with makes him difficult to find. Um, mm-hmm. And so I would have been trying to make some form of headway in that direction. Okay. Give me a Wits and Invest... Or actually, a Wits and Streetwise. Wits and Streetwise, you say? Mm-hmm. These are things I can do. <clears throat> Helen Egg. Yes, that was their name. Call it an egg. Wait, what? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm going to spend a willpower. Okay. Wham... Well, and three. Two successes. All right. So you do know that he was apparently seen around the Gwyns Falls neighborhood um, and supposedly running with a bunch of changelings that were at least somewhat in that area or known to frequent that, uh, that region. Um, as you sort of try to fall back into your you know, a street investigation persona. It's not as easy as you thought. It takes you some time. And, of course, you can't just form a network of contacts and start asking about weird snake people uh, in a matter of days. But you do your best to sort of figure out who's who up in that area, ask around. Nobody really specifically resembling the description that War Dancer gave you can be uh, can be found at least in an active sense. There's a few people that may have seen him once or twice sometime in the past week or so, uh, but not enough to where you feel like, oh, if we go to a certain place at a certain time, we're fairly certain to find him. Um, most of the places he has been seen have been sort of in the, the northeast section of the neighborhood, though. Um, close to the cemetery and, and the park. So you're, you're narrowing things down a bit, um, but you haven't found a solid contact who can tell you where he is or when he'll be there. Okay. Uh, Phage, you had a weekend. Hmm? Yes, I did. Uh, that weekend was mostly spent um, at the club that I was given from Paige, uh, okay. interacting with her, mostly. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you do that, uh, she was present. Um, you guys were able to to hang out for a few hours on a couple consecutive evenings. Um, she's a student at uh, UMBC, turns out, um, preparing to graduate sometime within the next year. And... Yeah, you guys have a a pretty decent time. There's there's plenty of socialization options at the sort of places that she's familiar with, and you're starting to figure out, you know, where where the good where the good bars are and where the the dive bars are. 
Um, was there anything specific that you were going to be doing uh, as you and Paige, uh, you and Paige were hanging out? Mm-hmm. Uh, in particular, I was wondering if there was any uh, chance of gleaning glamour off of off of anyone at the bars while I was there. Give me a presence and socialization role. My bar specialization does apply. Yes, it does. This is specifically bars. <laughs> Presence and socialize. Sheet roll plus one. Three successes. Yes. So, uh, yeah. No. As you as you spend some time over the uh, the evenings, you don't do anything too overt. Um, so it's a it's a gradual process, but yeah, you're able to pull three glamour off of the various people that uh, you spend time with. One off of uh, Paige herself, and then a couple off of some other individuals that she introduces you to. Mm-hmm. All right. Gail. What have you been up to? Um, so, Gail has been helping out where and how ask. She's doing essentially what she's told um, and potentially with permission looking into jobs, trying to find... A source of income that's not just we magically agreed we have income. And then uh, <laughs> Adele gets everybody credit cards that somehow generally <laughs> refill themselves. Yes, but the, the hope was uh-huh. to find a job or something, or at least just socialize in those circles. I have a few people that the Haunted Waters pointed us towards. Um, mm-hmm. including, I don't have all of my notes with me, but including someone who does weed, someone who um, does fast food, sort of just mm-hmm. trying to Sunset Blue was another one mentioned as someone who might know about employment stuff. Right. Um, would you, would, would Gail be more inclined to go the legal or illegal route initially? Mm-hmm. Her inclination would be to find something that suits her talents. Okay. Regardless of its legality. All right. Um, Lee Finger is known for having a fairly sophisticated marijuana grow uh, inside the city bounds. Uh, the other individual that you were pointed toward, Joey Hot Sauce, uh, runs a number of restaurants. And his would definitely be the more. Does he run a Hooters? Um, he's got not not a Hooters brand, but definitely something in that vein. Yes. Um, he if you go to talk to him regarding uh, employment, uh, he he would be willing to meet with you. Um, you're you're ushered in uh, to. Uh, to a, a foyer at an actual house uh, in a residential area. Um, and a, a middle-aged woman gives you a smile and says, uh, he's in the back if you'd like to follow me. Um, as you walk through the house, you notice that it's it's decked out in a very sort of modern white person home-style interior decorating. Um, okay. It's 
it's it looks lived in um but there's there's a level of of wealth evident uh, as you step out in the back you can smell already um the 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 the, the odor of of meat being grilled and as you come out, there are a number of different uh, link meats, sausages, bratwurst, that sort of thing, out on a grill with an absolutely enormous individual uh, who looks over his shoulder and flashes you a huge grin um, as he's wearing an apron, uh, rough T-shirt and jeans with some uh, some some cross trainers, um, and the but. Obviously, uh, some some variety of the the ogre, um, huge teeth, uh, mouth that curls back farther than would biology would consider appropriate, um, small uh, circlet of horns just kind of poking out at various points in an irregular fashion. Uh, his hair is kind of slicked back off to one side. The uh, the the standard. Yes, I look like I'm about 50 years old, and I'm a fat white guy, and I need a comb over, uh, kind of kind of appearance. <laughs> um, but he gives you a quick glance up and down, and the eyes, while welcoming, are very very shrewd. Oh, what can I do for you today? Um, very nice to meet you. I'm new in town, I suppose would be the correct way of putting it out. Uh mm-hmm. huh. I understood that you employ many people. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. No, if you're looking for a job, we can get you covered, definitely. Yeah, that would be generally what I was hoping to accomplish. Yeah, right. uh, did you come through on your own? Because I've been hearing we've got plenty of people that are... I came through with a group of others. I can't speak to how many of them would be interested. They tend to change their minds quite frequently on these things. <laughs> okay. So we'll, say current, so we'll say for the time being, you're representing yourself. Yes, that would be most accurate. Reasonable, reasonable. Uh, okay, well, you know, um, not sure how long you've been back, but we generally operate on favor for a favor around here. And uh, if we're going to be working together, um, there. You do a project for me, I'll find a job for you. Seems quite reasonable. Excellent. Well, I've got, shall we say, some rivals in town. And uh, I need to give one of them a gift. He pulls out a small wooden box with a hinged lid. And tells you, gives you a, the address of a downtown restaurant. Um, apparently it has to be placed in their largest food storage unit and have the lid either just cracked or all the way open. Once you've done that, they'll find a decent place for you. And if you, uh, get any helpers on the job that seem to be fairly effective, he'd be willing to consider them for employment as well. I'll go back. Definitely try and hide it. Once you put it in there, though, hide it in a place where it won't be noticed. I want it to take as long as possible for them to find it. Mm -hmm. I think I understand. Excellent. Spoil uh, all their food with magical magical (laughs) engines. When you're done, just uh, come on back and let me know. We'll find a good spot for you. Mm -hmm. Oh. Um... 
So based on that conversation, Gail will um, <coughs> survey the rest of the group, see if any of them are interested. Fate is probably hard to find over job. <laughs> Fade well, is probably hard to find over the course yeah. of this weekend. Same thing if with it's me. It's hard to find Phage. I will leave her voicemail. Just uh, well, I wanted to be sure you were aware that I um, found a possible opportunity for employment in the food industry. I didn't know that that was something that might be of interest to you. But um, if you happen to have time, come back. I guess I am so not. All of this phone etiquette seems so inappropriate these days. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) So you tell the rest of us. um, Do you tell us about the box and things? Or the initial? It is. I sort of what I told Fage. I found an opportunity for employment for those who might be interested. There is a task to accomplish. What's the task? Adele hears the word food service and politely declines. <laughs> Neofly You're rich. You also... don't have to worry about <laughs> this. is also true. Uh, what's it called? Neofly probably is also hard to find in this uh, time of break. Because it's probably doing some stuff. Well, the offer is extended. Um, what do we have to do? What's the, yeah, the Nero would have asked, what's the task? Uh... Well, if you're interested, I basically have to put a thing in place. What? Put what thing? thing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just some corporate sabotage. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'd be a little more comfortable doing it in an office than a food service place, but I can deal with it. I'll let you handle it. All right. I mostly asked if you wanted a job, not if you were interested in playing for no reason. What? What? What are we doing? We're just putting a thing somewhere. That's easy. Yes. We're putting a box. Where's the box? How big is the box? box. Can I see it? No, because I don't trust you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm supposed to be honest and did not pretend that I'm better than people. <laughs> I'm staring at you. Gail, Gail, just for your information, the box you have has a sort of rough, unfinished feel to it. It's probably about four inches square and there's a few symbols burned into the wood of the lid. And it's got a little tiny metal latch on the front. How am I supposed to help you if you won't if if we don't have the box? Am I just supposed to be the distraction? What are we doing here? Well, so the box needs to be placed with the lid partway open. Okay. In, inside so something of, can get out. Probably or something yes. can get in. Maybe they're trapping. It's probably something. magic. Yeah. I could tell you if you gave me the box. I don't think it's supposed to look into it. <sighs> Not All right, it's part of the fun. <laughs> no, Gail's got housewife guilt. So what are we doing? We just have to go. Where Where are we going? 
give her the location. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a it's a moderately upscale restaurant downtown. And we just need to get put it in the largest food storage. Are there going to be normal people there? I think so. Okay. My guess would be at least some of the customers are mundanes. Okay. So you want to put the box in the place? Well, what he said was that I, I was representing myself, of course, but if others mm-hmm. participated and were able to be useful, and um, they also would have the opportunity for employment. So I want to provide everyone the chance to participate if they so chose. Okay, so... I'm asking if you're interested in a food job. No, but this is... Uh, or if you a want job. to do it. I don't know. There's a All box. Right. There's a mystery. <laughs> the box. <laughs> also, you don't Dale look capable of doing this by yourself. as Lark walks by with a look of amusement or something. <laughs> um, yeah. The box is supposed to be a mystery to us and also to the person that we're putting it there to surprise. Okay. Do you want me with? Do you want to come? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You're not going to call the police or anything stupid again. Sorry, I shouldn't call people stupid. You're not going... You sort of understand the general situation we're in a little better now. Yes. Great. Um, yeah. Let's go. What's our strategy for getting in the, in, in the restaurant? What are we doing? Okay. That's self-aggrandizing. Self-aggrandizing. I'm supposed to be working (laughs) on all of this, damn it. Um, I believe that my physical attractiveness provide some benefit on that front. Okay. How do we get into the restaurant? I'm hot. Wait, fuck. No. <laughs> Wait, fuck. Diplomatic. That was saying something me? positive about myself. And, I love how Gail was... never takes the lessons that Paige is trying to teach her the right way. <laughs> yeah, that's... All right. Maybe so are you guys... Isn't a good teacher. So are you guys headed straight for the restaurant then? Or are you getting anything or doing any other preparations on the way? Um, basically, the question is... Who wants to be the distraction? Who wants to get in? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm anything. It's just distracting. Okay. Probably. Fair. Yep. Mm-hmm. So you cause a scene after I've sort of persuaded and socialized my way around back. Okay. And then I'll... What's this? How are we signaling each other? Um, we could do hand signs. Sure. Once you're behind a wall, I can't see you. That is a good point. How about once you see me go back, you give it half a minute. Okay. And then start causing a distraction. Okay. But not right. calling the police. So, you guys show up to the restaurant. 
You're standing mm-hmm. on the sidewalk outside the, yeah. the main entrance. Mm-hmm. Who's going where and doing what? It's really fancy. It's fairly fancy. Mm-hmm. Going to try and find someone I can do. Um, probably someone who works there. Looking for an employee. Okay. Well, as you walk in, the hostess greets you. Uh, yes, uh, two for today? Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Um, well, be about uh, ten minutes, I think, and then we should have... Uh, but uh, what name should I use? Hmm? Gail. Gail. All right. Fantastic. Yeah. So you guys sit down on a padded bench of some sort. Mm-hmm. You wait. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. About 20 minutes goes by, and then Gail party of two, and they lead you to a table. Mm-hmm. Sweet. There are no booths. Um, Where... Where is this table? Is it in the table, middle? Table is sitting more or less uh, on the western side, kind of close to a window. Okay. And they bring you drinks, and they ask if you're ready to order yet. After they hand you, you know, they show you the menu that is already there. I think we'll need a little bit of time. All right. Look at the menu. So the waitress, waitress wanders away. Uh, it's a, kind of a Hawaiian fusion cuisine kind of place. Yeah. Um, looking around, do I think I know where the where the largest food storage thing would be? Just absolutely from- not. You can okay. see what yeah. you think is the entrance to the kitchen. <laughs> All right. <sighs> and the bar, of course. You can see the bar. Hmm. <laughs> It doesn't quite apply for Bar Hopper, but um, Gail's going to use her persuasive qualities to lift some ropes. Probably try and find someone that um, locate an employee that might be the interest of a Gaelish attractive person may um supersede logic for them. Okay. Give me a manipulation and socialize. Excellent. Minus two. Okay. Let me just check. I believe I can spend glamour on socialize, but I'm not sure if it's just socialize in a specific context. No, I think it's for pretty much whatever. Yes. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can buy extra dice one for one. On for manipulation. Um, on manipulation. Yep. Which this is. Um, and. And since it's a socialize, you get nine again. Yes. I was going to say there's definitely two different things I have. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so nine agains, and I'll spend a glamour. Um, okay. Which makes it only a minus one. Uh-huh. Five successes. Which is an exceptional success, which is exactly what you needed. So, yeah, you find a... Uh, you step out. 
and you find a um, individual who is starting her break. She is an employee and definitely casts a favorable glance your direction. Um, you notice her playing with a lighter, so you ask her if you can join her for a smoke. And she says, well, we, uh, yeah, but I have to go out back for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's she sort of looks both ways. And then there's a small door that leads sort of through the uh, mm-hmm. the dish pit, more or less. Um, but it's more, it's more of kitchen than you would have had access to previously. And she starts, uh, gliding you back there, uh, and sort of, uh, holding out the, and then holds open the back door into the back alley. Um, sliding back there and hoping Wes remembers distraction. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So at this point, yeah, by the time you hit the back alley, that's definitely been the 30 seconds. Uh, Liz, are you keeping track or are you getting distracted? Hmm? Um, let's see. I'm just going to roll just a random number to see what it's. Oops, that was one die. That was that zero was die. Zero Why dice. did I do that wrong? <laughs> Give me a second. Let's do one. Dice. There we go. Ta-da. All right. Success. Yes, I do manage to keep track of time. All right. Um, and I have to do a distraction. Um, well, everyone got really yeah, in when I was on the way. In specific, something that would essentially get anyone to prioritize dealing with that over her. Okay. Well. Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> you know, the only thing that's worked so far is drawing stuff. So I start drawing on the tablecloth. The very nice tablecloth with chalk. Okay. Only chalk drawing. Yep. Give me a manipulation in crafts then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh... <laughs> it's a Hawaiian fusion restaurant. The tablecloths aren't that nice. <laughs> I don't know. It's a fancy restaurant of some sort. It's a rival. You you find something to draw on. I find something <laughs> to draw on. Definitely not supposed two to. successes. All right. Um. So yeah, you get probably about forty five seconds into your drawing before people mm-hmm. start noticing, and you start yep. catching eyes first from other customers yeah. and then from the wait staff who come over ma'am ma'am what are you are, ma'am you can't do that and they start attending to you <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. and other people are looking around for uh, wasn't there somebody here with it oh god maybe she's oh no right and you're you're definitely drawing most of the eyes in the restaurant at this point she left the explanation I give for anyone who asks where the other person in this party is, okay. she left. You, see, you seem uh, to have uh, convinced people that you are, in fact, uh, subject to some level of mental illness. And um, your caregiver is apparently nowhere to be found for some reason. Look, this is sometimes a problem. people need to go to the bathroom. Oh, that's where they head they first. The girl can be trusted for five seconds. Sometimes, and that's definitely where they go first, and they definitely do not find you there. Mm-hmm. So you're in the alley, having a smoke with Latoya. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. Does Gail smoke? 
Dale is, is not a regular room. smoker. Okay. Um, but this is not the first time she's had a cigarette. No. Okay. Not at all. Um, she just smokes a lot less now post-changeling this. Um, okay. Okay. Well, the cigarette ends, and Latoya has to go back for her shift, so she kind of leads you back in through the dish pit. What's your play? All right. Um, Just disappear when she Gail, Gail knows she has to adapt the plan. How is she going to do this? Um, yeah, you, you are definitely hearing a low-level disturbance out in the main area of the restaurant. You're welcome. The hope was that my guide would be called away to deal with things. Um, but Yeah, no, this is apparently kind of more like floor manager yeah. level. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, that that is what... <sighs> Sorry, it's... It's not actually late, but it feels like it's late to my brain. Um, Gail is going to just... Gail is going to... Um, probably with the kind of ditzy persona of the person who's like, oh, do you want to go for a smoke? Uh, <laughs> oh, he's had a visceral oh. reaction to that voice. <laughs> Wander around. Just a, sort of the wrong way, but mostly because I've never been here before. Okay. So confusing. Give me... Um, are you trying to do this without Latoya noticing, or I'm hoping Latoya will just assume I'm still next to her and then be like, "Oh fuck, where did the stupid girl go?" Okay, give me a dexterity and stealth then. Hmm? Yeah, just van- vanish as soon as she gets distracted by the distraction out front. Uh-huh. <laughs> and dexterity. I'm spending a willpower. All right. Yeah. And that's an additional three dice, correct? Additional three. Yep. <laughs> Two successes on. Okay. Um, so yeah, as you uh, as you guys approach the door, um, Latoya pushes it back open, kind of adjusting her apron again. And then is then definitely has that moment of oh shit, what's going on out here? And you take that moment to drop back two steps and dash off to the to the left hand side, back mm-hmm. into the actual kitchen proper. The kitchen proper is extraordinarily busy. Um, it's packed enough to where, yeah, they have no time for seeing mm-hmm. what's going on out in the, the restaurant floor. Um, and the you you are noticed by a couple of the kitchen staff, but they don't have time at this point. Yeah. Um, you hear somebody call for chef, but... You by that point you're already around a corner into another spot. Give me a wits and composure. Minus one. Because okay. this is an unfamiliar environment to you. Wits and composure. I have six dice, so I want to spend another willpower already. You know what? Yes, because 
I need a fucking job. <laughs> okay. I'll spend another willpower on this. Two successes. You still have your nine again tagged, by the way. Oh, oops, sorry. Try rerolling that one. Yep. I. This character sheet's a little. <laughs> it's a it's a little complicated. Four successes. Four successes. Okay. All right. Yep. Um, so you just glance around and see some things that look like large freezers, more or less. Um, a couple, two of them in a row, and then another one with a set of double doors actually further down, which you head straight for. You go inside, um, and it is just packed with meats. It's probably about the size of your hollow was when you first found it. I mean, you By could, my basic estimation of how big this building would be, this seems like it qualifies. This, se- this seems like it qualifies as largest food storage. Plus, you're pretty sure that the ingredients in here are probably worth more as well than whatever's in the other freezers would be. Um, based on that, can I... I don't know if there's like a stealth or a something else role for like... Putting it as he asks somewhere that wouldn't be immediately noticed might take a little longer to find. Um, you can give me a wits and larceny. Larceny is reasonable. I I forgot that that's what the skullduggery was called. Um, yep. Now nah, you're good. Wits and larceny. <clears throat> yeah, that one I'm definitely going to need to spend a willpower on. I've, I've, <laughs> I've worked in those freezers before. I know exactly where to put <laughs> and Yale probably has too. She just doesn't remember because it's been like um Some, somewhere between forever. two and twenty years, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hard to tell. Forever. Been somewhere between two and twenty years of being coached to be pretty. Two successes. Two successes. All right. So yeah, you find a little uh, hidey hole. Um, probably, honestly. With two successes, I'll say, yeah, you find a you find a rack uh, that's actually kind of built in, but there's a little bit of space between it and the rest of the area, um, and you're able to jimmy the the box kind of down and in behind, uh, but with enough room where you'll be able to open the lid whenever you're ready. All right. Um, after that, open the lid. Um, and at that point, your vision goes dark. A rough cloud of fine particulates just erupts out of the box and you blink for a minute and cough and you see it settle throughout and waft around and almost every square inch of exposed food uh, and it eats through whatever plastic and tissues um, but seemingly without damaging it somehow. It's very odd. Um, And the meat begins to dry and putrefy and rot with an extraordinarily rapid uh, velocity. Well, I'm going to sort of... It's also all over your clothes. Um, I don't have a clean my clothes contract. Um, Can I sense whether or not this would be something visible to mundanes? You're pretty sure it would be. Okay. You just unleashed the Vashta Narada in the middle of a food storage room. <laughs> eh. I mean, there's spores technically, but eh. Spores, as opposed to t- 
tiny piranhas that live in trees. <laughs> I'm just remembering the things from the head. Look, it wasn't it supposed to be a good plan. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever happens now, you've definitely fulfilled your end of the deal. Yeah. Okay, so this... I know it's not like an actual deal, but Gail gets the sense this counts. Oh, yeah. Um... Well, then I'm gonna... She'll definitely keep several changes of clothes in her car. Um, um, try and head out, um, preferably, preferably some way where she could either go out that back door from before. Um, okay. Give me another dexterity in stealth then. Okay. Because she has a secondary plan, but her initial plan is kind of botched now. Or is not. Her initial plan is less of a good idea now. <laughs> okay. I lost my lighting. Whatever. Dexterity and stealth. Um, given that this is social stealth. Do I get the nine again from being a dancer? Um, this is just trying not to get noticed. Okay. Mm. So it's not really a social stuff. Then I'm fucking burning another goddamn willpower. All right. Burn it all. This is something that is incredibly important to her. Uh-huh. Three successes. encouraging you. Um, yeah, so you uh, proceed down and um, you manage to get all the way out without any trouble. Uh, nobody seems to notice you or your definitely slightly tattered and heavily soiled clothing. And you're going back to the, the back alley? Hmm? Um, yeah, I'm going back through the back alley. Okay. By this point, uh, Liz... Mm-hmm. Um, People have been. People are starting to ask you what your name is. Do you have a phone? No, I no, don't, have, you a don't phone. have a phone. No, uh, for this operation. <laughs> I know. I was like, no, they won't let me have a phone because I called nine one one. And <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that's probably what she says. Good. And yeah. there's some there's some blinking. Give me a wits and uh, composure minus one. Okay. <laughs> it's just nothing but the truth, and it just... Uh... Yale's going to very quickly grab some clothes that'll make it look less... One success. So, Liz, you Let's... do manage to hear them say, all right, we're going to have to call social services. Um... Okay. Doesn't Liz... How old does Liz look? <laughs> she looks barely 21. Okay. But, yeah. Um, I don't know that Gail's out yet, so I continue and maybe try and move out because authorities are something that I'm not supposed to be doing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yes, do not do any of the authorities. Yep. <laughs> also valid. Yep. Um, 
So somebody's definitely on the phone to DHS at this point. Um, and try to leave. Department of Homeland Security? Department of Human Services, dumbass. Oh. Um, <laughs> there are two DHSs. Ooh, that's hey, um, the terrorist people, I think <laughs> like, someone's like... drawing on a table. <laughs> like, like you call that you try to call one and you get the other. It's that like fantastic. Excuse me, I found See, I found Osama bin Laden. Um, got the wrong people. <laughs> See, down down here we're used to calling it DFACS, Department of Family. Yes, no, I remember DFACS from when I was in Georgia. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's a CPS. Right, yeah. There's a different one for every state. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah, no, it's DHS, DSHS up here, but uh, yeah. They're so, busy on their... Yeah, I, yeah I'm trying um, to... Okay, like, give me a manipulation and stealth, then. Okay. <laughs> while someone's calling... Minus two. While someone's yep. calling about the about the mentally unstable person, the mentally unstable person just disappears. Mm-hmm. We're just gaslighting this restaurant now. <laughs> uh, there we go. No, why is it not? It's because I still have wits. No, I swear, there's there was someone right here. I'm not panicking, yet, so I'm not going to spend willpower. Yep. Uh, minus two. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Two successes. Wow. All right. Yep. You managed to get out of the restaurant as people's attention is consistently being diverted from you to mm-hmm. other customers and things of that nature. And yeah, they uh, somebody sticks their head back out to get some information for the person on the other end of the line, and the crazy lady is gone. Yep. There's an immediate frisson of panic as they try and figure out where else in the restaurant has she run off to. (laughs) (laughs) I thought about going for Very world of darkness, not, oh god, where she go, she's in danger, but oh god, our place of business. <laughs> that's very You're real up. world. What are you talking about? Mm. I mean, that's why I say the world of darkness and the real world aren't all that different. So, yeah, I, okay. So, both of you out. have exited mm-hmm. the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dark world statues. How did you distract them? Uh, I drew on the tablecloth. Okay. Um, they got upset, and what happened? Um, they started trying to call some people. I told them that we, I didn't have a phone, so they... Alright, um, based on that, Gail's going to... Okay, come... We're gonna, um... Gail is gonna, with Liz, head a few blocks down. Um, I'm going to yell at you. It's not because I'm upset at you, it's just so... That someone has further details on this to just establish a timeline of events if anyone actually looks into it. Wait, what? <laughs> just know I'm acting and you're not actually in any. And then I'm... once we're like three blocks away or so, I thought you could handle this. We took you out to a restaurant one time. This was supposed to be your birthday. I was trying to be nice. And do you go off and the instant I have to do anything? (laughs) (laughs) 
Give me a manipulation and expression. Okay. Oh, and I'm just uh, hoping that someone in the general area will actually remember no. seeing this. <laughs> this is manipulation and subterfuge. Okay. Um, is that still counts as a manipulation I can spend glamour on? Oh, correct? yeah. Definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. All manipulation. Um, can I only spend one glamour on this, or can I spend No, more? as many as you want. Okay. One die oh, for glamour spent. I believe there's like a limit on glamour per turn. Does that apply here? Not if you're not if you're taking time to prep it up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll take the time I need to sort of prep. Um. So, is that a is that a minus something or do I not know? Uh, you don't know at this point. Okay. I'm gonna then spend just two glamour on it. Okay. Um, manipulation and subterfuge, correct? Yes. Okay. I'm not putting subterfuge in because I don't have a minus for it being a social. Okay. Um, so actually three glamour. Sorry. All right. No worries. Um, I'm not burning that last willpower just in case, but <laughs> one success. All right. So you get... You catch a few eyes as you have your fake meltdown. Okay. Uh, and then I assume you guys are headed back to the car. Yep. Okay. Neofly, what have you been up to the last few days? Neofly has been trying to look for the queen of the night scene, Salsen Blue, I mean Sunset Blue. Um, <laughs> <Sulsa>. to get <laughs> um, To find himself some employment in the form of gigs, musical Okay. Since she does have the connections. All right. But he's assuming she has the connections to get him some good money around here. Mm-hmm. Um, give me a wits and streetwise. Hmm. Minus one. Zero successes. Okay. So you've been asking around, mm-hmm. and people know what clubs she goes to, but you're never able to catch up to her. Okay. Um, people definitely know who she is, but nobody can tell you where she lives or who her friends are. It's very... It's almost off-putting to you, in a sense, mm-hmm. that someone this well-known mm-hmm. in the club scene is still such a cipher and enigma to most of the other people around her. Okay. From a changeling perspective, it makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. But from the, from the, the mortal viewpoint, okay. somebody should know who she is or where she is or where she lives or who she hangs out with. Okay. They know her favorites, but her favorites never seem to last for long. She's she's always at the cutting edge of whatever the hottest place is. Okay, but has there been has there been one that's been said uh, multiple times as of as of recent when Neofly would go or when I would go to um, uh, ask around? Uh, not particularly. You don't get many repeats. Um, there's there's very little information on her in the social scene it's like she makes a huge splash and impact 
but as far as hard information on her goes, okay. Uh, the one place that that you're catching uh, some information on is Howl at the Moon. Okay, so he's probably going to spend the rest of the time there trying to uh, keep an eye out for her and see if he can get her attention in some way, shape, or form to interest her and mm-hmm. maybe employing him or letting him know about some type of employment. Okay. Um, yeah, over this weekend, you don't see her show up okay. at that location. Okay. Um, there's a couple people that honestly seem to be copying her vibe and her image but mm-hmm. as you get closer you're like nah that's a that's a regular human with blue hair that's okay. that's not who i'm looking for Got it. yeah um so if 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 that wasn't working for him he would have tried to uh well probably during the day he would have been probably getting a lot of exercise because he has been wanting to focus on his physique for a while since he wanted to rebuild up his stamina and strength to get back to Pl- jumping in buildings and shit. Plenty of <laughs> options for that. Okay. Yep, you're definitely able to find plenty of time for that. Okay. Uh, Adele, um, for you last couple days? Largely keeping key, uh, fairly mellow compared to others. Um... <laughs> She is going to mostly be working on her 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 living space cool. in in the hollow. She will. She's not bringing a lot, but she's mm-hmm. going to bring a few things over from her own house. Okay. Uh, some books, some things like that. Um, to keep the skeleton company. Yes, <laughs> and and you know for reading material. Um, once that's done, which would probably be like early on, or early for her on, Uh on, on Friday, which would, you know, be just before it gets dark. Um, when she's done with that, she goes out, buys a, uh, uh, battery, like one of those large battery sources that you can use for electronics and the like. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um and she is going to spend most of the most of the weekend in her room uh because she has not had the opportunity to do much of her writing lately. Okay. Um Sounds. so she is going to be working on that. All right. She has lots of inspiration as mm. of late for some reason. Huh. Wonder where that came from. Yeah. <laughs> right. And uh Liz Yes. Anything else for you? Uh-huh. I was going to eat that spider web. Okay. So this is the, the Red Star Dream spider web? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Or I actually hadn't asked about the Red Star. I had asked for a dream about tilting. Oh, right. Yes. Yep. The, tilt, the yep. tilted one. That was, mm-hmm. that was a different I wanted one. a okay. dream about tilting. Okay. So I eat it. All right. Give me fork. a resolve and composure. As you right. attempt to eat something that was not designed to be eaten by humans. No, and I'm going to spend a willpower on this if I can. Okay. Because this is important to me. Here we go. She's going to be eating Six successes. Webs it's like spaghetti. <laughs> Better not be. <laughs> <laughs> so you... Where, where are you when you eat this? Um... Hmm. The hollow's still kind of being built. Yeah. So 
Somebody is breathing very heavily into their mic. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. I am Uh on the roof. Okay. Well, this building doesn't really have a roof, but you're on the top floor. Yeah, there was there was a like an open the part I remember a tarp like got like blown off and so there's a hole in it. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of in that room area. Um, so you sit down with your fork and just mm-hmm. sort of give it a twirl, and it all spins, spools up pretty, pretty easily into one bite. You kind of grit your teeth, sort of suck your tongue to the back of your mouth a little bit, and bolt it into your, down your gullet. Yep. Anybody on the second floor will hear a thunk. <laughs> You are currently standing on board a ship. Um, The deck slants heavily to one side as the sun beats down on you. There's brisk wind, and whoever's steering this thing has it heeled over very, very steeply as they're attempting to to maximize the the amount of wind they're pulling Mm -hmm. in the sail. Mm -hmm. Um you immediately flail for balance and sort yep. of catch your your hand on on one of the rails, um, and your your feet skid just a little bit, but you manage to to stay more or less upright as a spray of salt water just lashes right across your face. Um, it tastes of strawberries, which is weird. Um, salted, heavily salted strawberries, mm. um, and. The sun itself is actually moving with with extreme rapidity based on what you're used to in a normal uh, setting. Uh, that's, that's partially because the sun is actually the glowing giant eye of an enormous seagull. Um, and all of a sudden there's a crunch as the ship runs into something. Give me an athletics, uh, strength and athletics. Okay. Not gonna go well. Let's see. To do, do at least. I have gone upstairs and am like crouched, looking down, looking at Liz, like with a cup of coffee, just waiting to see what happens. <laughs> she's she's got a she's got her hand clamped around a fork and a fork and the fork is in her between her teeth and she is just yep. laying on her back with her. Eyes <laughs> yep. But definitely not aware of what's going on around her. Nope. Yep. I'm waiting. Uh, that did not click. There we go. One success. Okay. You barely manage to keep your uh, your grip on the rail, although your feet completely slide out from under you, and you smack your ass into the, the deck of the, the ship. And it Ouch. stops. And then begins to slowly right itself. And then without really moving forward very much anymore, tilts pretty heavily the other way. And it doesn't stop, and it capsizes as you see these huge tentacles reaching up and over and wrapping around whatever is left of this this ship. You can see down towards the bow splintered wood that has just been completely annihilated by colliding with whatever this kraken-like monster is. Um, And as the ship tilts over, you hang now from the rail before you finally lose your grip and plunge into the water below. Now it's more of a citrusy, salty flavor. Um, mm. And your eyes suddenly focus onto the sight of a tarp above you and glance to the side where 
Nero is looking down at you, sitting on his haunches, holding a cup of coffee. Hmm? Have fun. Slowly take the fork out and look mm-hmm. at it. The spider web's gone. Hmm? Um. Yes. That was weird. I lay back down and stare up at the tarp. Okay. Okay. I drink my coffee, stand up, and walk away. <laughs> All right. As I you do so, the- Nero, your your phone rings. Hmm. Pull it out. Kalardi. It's a it's a four one zero number. Hmm. Look. Hello. Nero. It's Will. Oh, I will. Um. So assembly is set for night after tomorrow. All right. Uh, he'll give you an address. I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll pull out a notepad from my vest and write it down. Uh, things are kicking off around six. Doors open at five. What's the What's the place? It's a It's a well. It's 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 a banquet hall, honestly. But oh. we're meeting in the basement. Oh wow! Well. Uh, anything we need to know to get in? Or just- uh, if you if you show up looking like yourself, they'll know where to send you. Hmm? All right, cool. I'll let everybody know. Good deal then. Hmm. Click. Yep. Look over at What's list. that? Oh, uh, the assembly. Information on that. Okay. You look like this you need some rest. The... Um, probably. It's a couple of days. Don't. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah. Day after tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That's what you said, right? Yep. I didn't mm-hmm. just suddenly have yeah. a, have an aneurysm. Okay. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. So uh, I did have one question over the over the course of over the course of hanging out with Paige. What are the odds that Phage ends up physically ousting a pair of douchebags trying to hit on one or both of them? Oh, probably better than half. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm gonna send out. Uh, um, I'm just gonna call everyone, and if they don't answer, leave voicemail saying to meet up at the Hollow. Got information about the about a the the person we're supposed to find, and b the me, the uh, the uh, gathering. Okay. So everybody can consider themselves at least sometime within the next hour or two informed about such information. Um. Over those, there, there's uh, a days long delay. Well. There's a lot. There's a long period where you do, probably don't really hear anything because she's trying to yell out "Okay" from upstairs, but she doesn't have the vocal volume. And then finally, she texts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, over the next couple days, uh, anybody who still had any lethal damage, uh, that uh, you heal at least one point of that. Mm-hmm. Did anybody have more than that? Hmm? No, I have two more after that. Uh, okay. Hold on. It's a three-day period, so I think you yes, would I have two. All right, I think you would over the entire period. There's a maximum of two points of lethal damage that you guys can heal as long as you don't do anything crazy, uh, which most of you are not. Um, yes, and you will gain willpower uh, up to three willpower. Um, Gail, you would have spent more or less that three, so you would, okay. uh, I think, more or less stay fairly static to what your character sheet ended up with. Okay. Um, when when we got the game I mean, I spent so four. 
Oh, you spend four? Okay. So yeah, so you're one down from where you started at the beginning of this game. Mm-hmm. All right, great. Okay. It's better than I was two minutes ago. Right. <laughs> um, but most of you are spending your nights either in the crack house or in the hollow. Um, and that's it's definitely become sort of the uh, the de facto. Uh, assembly area for the unlikely motley um that evening after uh nero gets the uh the information from will as to where and when uh, things are going to be there are a couple things that happen uh gail you're sitting in the kitchen right now uh having uh, redone some of the interior aspects trying to uh, set up right that, that sort of thing you know <laughs> arrange arrange the chairs and then you look at the chairs and no that's not the best arrangement for the chairs i bet i could put the chairs over here although that makes the table seem slightly out of balance maybe if we had a different table that would be fantastic <laughs> neo fly you are upstairs in one of the uh the open rooms um you've been sitting in your room as the sun sets letting your fingers wander over your guitar trying to remember some of the music you used to play in Arcadia and then trying to decide whether if it would be a good idea to remember it or not. Mm-hmm. You can also hear sounds from outside, vehicles passing, kids at play, that sort of thing. Uh, a door slams, the occasional passing bird will call out a little bit, and then, Neo, there's a voice outside from the sidewalk. Uh, floating up through your open window. Feminine, clear, and is followed by a few short knocks on the door. Surprising for how dark it is outside. It's definitely been past uh, past sunset for almost an hour there, and you freeze momentarily as Butterfly's voice calls your name again. Neo, they said I could find you here. Butterfly, is that you? Neo, I can hear you. Where are you? Uh, and there's another knock at the door. I'm I'm oh, I'm that. rushing I'm rushing to the door to open it. Do we okay. hear this? Gail, you're in the kitchen, um, and you decide to step out briefly just before this occurs, and you wander down and out the back door, um, looking around. And you notice the the grass back here is very sparse, um, and there's a gap in the fence uh, that still hasn't gotten repaired yet. Um, And you see uh, a couple flowers blooming a little further out, and you consider to yourself that that would honestly probably fix the table if we put some some wildflowers in a vase, and that would give it a nice little homey sort of pull-the-entire-room-together sort of thing. Um, I'll pick the flowers this time and then I can let Adele decide for death flowers next time right Um, they're probably about 20 yards past the fence so you duck through uh, the gap um, and uh, the only you notice that the only reason you could really see them is because there's a train trundling past on the the tracks down below casting light uh, over the field towards the uh, the back of the house Um, and they the glare as you pick the flowers kind of quickly departs and you glance back down towards the tracks and suddenly uh, there's this wave of curiosity that comes over you. What's down there? You haven't been down there yet. Uh, 
this is an important question. Um, would any of the, my group have ever told me, don't go there? Nobody said anything about the train. Mm-hmm. Then the table can wait for a few minutes. Okay. Yeah, and the, the flowers will survive. You're, you know how flowers work. You're good with flowers. Yeah, uh, I am a flower. Yeah. Nero, as you, or Neo, as you, uh, as you get to the door um, and you open it, she's standing right there, chromatic mottled skin, uh, iridescent rainbow wings that reach nearly her ankles, compound pupils at the center of her eye. It's butterfly. Roll me a wits and composure minus two. Hmm? What's a composure minus two? Mm-hmm. One success. She doesn't look entirely the same, though, as when you you last saw her more than a week ago in in Arcadia as you guys were attempting to escape uh, the Comtesse's uh, domain. Mm -hmm. Um, But she's standing there and she sort of just reaches a hand out to you. I grab I do. grab her by the hand okay. and I pull her in All for, right. for an embrace. Gail, as you begin to walk your way down over uh, the back towards the, the railroad tracks, you notice that they're fairly heavily lined by a, probably about a four or five foot uh, tall series of bushes and shrubs that have sort of just grown up in the, the drier um, soil that and gravel that sits here. And a faint voice begins rising from somewhere behind this wall of shrubs and briars. It, it's singing, not terribly clearly or well, but the words are quite audible. Uh, it's a verse you, voice you haven't heard for more than a week and one that you'll probably never truly forget. Uh, but where have you gone, my own true love? Where have you gone this day? You've taken my blade and my left-hand glove and carried them far away. It may take a year as the seasons pass by. You can't. I'll follow your trail alone. I'll wrap you in silk from ankle to eye. And drag you away back home. And as you turn to run as fast as you can, you feel something wrap around you, swathing you in soft folds. Uh, As you, uh, Neofly, pull her in for this embrace, she collapses into a mess of twigs, rags, sheet plastic, and straw, all held together by string and chewed gum. And you hear her laugh. A laugh that you've heard a few times before and always kind of treasured the sound of devolve very quickly into the voice of the Comtesse. Surely you didn't expect the Lady of All Hunters to be impeded by a quick dash through the thorn groves, little fly. And both of your eyes snap back open. Gail, you're gripping the blanket in your bed tightly as you return to what certainly seems like wakefulness, unless this is the dream and what just happened was real. Neofly, you're 
kind of sitting in a chair with your hands just resting on your knees, looking around, having just started out of a dream that turned very quickly into a nightmare. And it's the morning before the uh, the night of assembly. And that's where we're going to take a break for a minute. <laughs> Back in a minute. All right. Fantastic. So, it's the morning before you guys are supposed to <laughs> attend the assembly, and you have the entire day ahead of you, at least until five, six years. Um, have I been able to pass around the information also about the person that I've that I've been hunting down? Like, all the information that I've got on that? Yes. Okay. And... All of you, I think? Yes, all of you were present for the whole, hey, if you want weapons, you have to set us up a meeting with this find dude. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, find Kalanag and get the contact. So that's a, that's a commitment that you all share equally. So this is very relevant information to your current interests. Um, and I, I am continuing to pursue that today. So I, anybody that... And I will make it not anybody that isn't doing something else, I would appreciate it if you could assist me with this. Um, like I will point have, out... I'd like to have at least our end of this bargain done before the meeting tomorrow. Give me... Uh, well, it's actually Today. tonight. Right. Um, give me an intelligence and socialize anybody who hears this. Okay. Um, I will point out to Neofly that uh, the the bar that I've ended up spending most of the weekend with Paige with uh, is actually more of a music and his <laughs> style. Okay, um, this would probably be after this whole conversation that Nero has with the whole team, because after Neo Fly probably wakes up, I'm assuming, in a very, very cold sweat. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, his blood pressure is up like 30 points higher than it, should, than it should be. He just goes out for a run. He's just going to go jogging. Okay. And you don't know when he's going to come back. No worries. <clears throat> you said intelligence and socialize? Intelligence yeah. and socialize. Three. One. <laughs> Zero. Yep. Do I need to make one? Oh two? yeah, that's a chance. You roll. can if you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a chance. I didn't roll a chance. I mean, there. I'm Never probably mind. gonna um, roll poorly, but all right, that's my chance. Because I've got one dice. Yeah, chance die. I've Not a, a chance total die. failure though. Is it a chance die or is it just one die? It, it, it because I don't have a, I, I don't have a, the social skill, which means it's a minus one, and I only got mm-hmm. one intelligence. Oh, yeah, it's a chance die. Mm. Yeah, chance die for me, too. Fail. No. Okay. Not a one, but not a success. Okay. So, Adele, you immediately snap to a quick conclusion that Gale and Phage reach fairly soon afterwards. Yeah, if you're going to set up a social meeting, maybe at a place where all the changelings would have a, at least a moderately vested interest in being at anyway would probably be a good idea. So, yeah, finding this guy before the meeting... Would and having that in your back pocket of, hey, you're going to be at the meeting? Great, we're going to be there too. Let's go together. Oh, hey, you need to talk to this person, you know, kind of thing. Might might play pretty well. Yes, of course. Yes, I believe that would be in our best, adva- best interests. In, in Nero's mind, it's just, I don't want to have to face these people again and have them go, so, how's it going? And us go, <laughs> <laughs> And given that they 
we're open to a more neutral location if we're not able to convince him to go by their place. It's certainly a option for a meeting. Yep. Uh, so I've got him pretty much, you know, I'll indicate somewhere in north side of the city between this graveyard and what was the other place? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm showing them on the board, a park. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're freak, more frequently located over here and here. Um, so somewhere in the middle is where I'm guessing. That's all I've been able to find out while I've been looking. Right. Is that a With big place? Is that a large area to search? It's probably about hmm, 10, 15, maybe 20 city blocks, I think, roughly. So, yes. Um. I might ask, what do we know about this person as personality, interests? What do we know? You know his name. <laughs> uh, what, 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 um... Summer what, wanted him and what he lo- didn't want to go. What locations did I, fo- did I, did I note that they were at previously? Or rather, his group didn't want him to go. Uh-huh. Like, uh, well, Jack, what what sort of locations were I, was I finding that they had been spotted? Other than the um, that was primarily it. People had seen them like walking down the street or pulling into, you know, pull, parking their car nearby, that sort of thing. You hadn't heard that they were frequenting any specific houses or businesses or anything in the area. Well, They're- Summer wants him, so we can assume that he's at least a little bit proficient with his, with a fight. Uh, whether with guns or his own hands. Um, he apparently is not going because he's with this group that he's run into, so he's at least a little bit loyal, if a little bit misguided. Also, the group that he's with are extremely secretive. I found, like, word of them wandering around a couple of places, nothing specific about their entrance, no regular haunts, nothing like that. I thought Summer gave us one location that was specific to the group that they couldn't go, but we could. Yeah. Um. Well, no green wall. So that's that was an area, right? Yeah. Never mind. Did they? I. I. I the only specific for some reason I thought I've got it. Summer yeah. gave us an address, but I don't think so. Um, they gave us they gave us a region, which is where they're known to hang out. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I've sort of narrowed down from there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No. Basically, basically, what you'd heard was that they hang out. He'd been seen hanging around Gwyn's Falls, which is the neighborhood uh, that that Nero has been investigating. Uh, there was a name Green Wall that was apparently affiliated with people had heard him mention and there's supposedly some other changelings up in that area that nobody really seems to know all that much about either. They're a little culty. So we can go up to this area. We have a general area we can look around looking for anything that might reflect the words Green Wall. Um, mm-hmm. well, we're probably going to need to split up. Which is why I need you guys' help because I can't. I pull out my phone and Google Greenwall in uh, in Baltimore. Okay. What do you find? That's a good point. Because this is in Boston, so sorry. Uh, Boston. <laughs> sorry. Boston. You, you, I get the right city. 
Agreed. But yeah, no, it's mostly businesses and that sort of thing, probably. Um, there is there's a series of like walls that have plants going on them. Uh huh. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's about it. Um, but yeah, and I mean, yeah, there's a park up there, which is probably considered green space. There's the cemetery, which you don't really know all that much about. Green wall maybe may not be a thing that mundanes acknowledge. So I don't know if googling is gonna. It may be I mean, better to, to check the... than not to check. That's fair, but it may also be what they call an entrance to the hedge. Probably. Um, okay. So where are you guys headed once park. you get up that way? Uh, I'm going to head for the park. Okay. Um, so the park itself... Because I assume uh, Adele's going to head for the graveyard. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it's almost like you know her. Hey, we're um, Kind of quick word of note. I wouldn't uh, go that far, Jack. We'll um, we'll go that far. <laughs> Neofly at some point would have probably looked for a park with a playground to kind of just start practicing his like uh, jumps and lunges for okay. um, his parkour techniques. Yeah, you can find uh, any number of those around the city for the most part. <clears throat> just in um, case, just in case uh, he were to random happen uh, randomly run into one of his teammates, just as a point. It's of reference. a strange man on top okay. of the swing set, <laughs> jumping woo, around him. <laughs> Mummy, are men supposed to climb on the playground? <laughs> Um, Are you right. supposed to have that accent, Boston child? <laughs> Baltimore. <laughs> Whatever. You just said Boston a minute ago. You did. Which city are we are in? Are we in Boston or Baltimore? Sort of limbo? We're, in, we're in Baltimore. I said okay. you didn't find much on Green Wall because we're not in Boston. Oh. Fenway oh. Park. You did say that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Yes. No, we are all in Baltimore and it's fun. Um, so yeah, so, okay, who's headed to the park with Nero, and who's headed to the graveyard with Adele? Um, graveyard. Okay. Whoever uh, I'm asked to go, of course. Raphael, where's, uh, Neofly headed, graveyard or park? Um, if the, if the team finds him, he's probably gonna end up going to the graveyard. Would have probably okay. called you, hold on. Yeah, yep. which he probably does. Yeah. Okay. So you'll yeah you'll get a call. You'll come back and meet them. All right. So, Liss, Adele, and Neo Fly are team graveyard, and the other three of you are team park. And Neo, Lark is watching the car. Neo Fly figures this figures out that um uh, he's he's dealing with uh, 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 Adele and um, Liss again, and in his mind he's just like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Should happen the last time. Fuck. Benefit to this time is time. that it's daytime and the graveyard is open. Uh-huh. I mean, you consider daytime <laughs> positive. Yeah, no, that's the thing. But knowing, but knowing, we don't. Uh, it has knowing some the, positive connotations to it. My thing is knowing Liz. <laughs> the whole it thing with the- Neofly is knowing Liz. Uh-huh. No time of the day is safe. No time is safe. (laughs) (laughs) Twenty-four hours. It's dangerous. It has a positive connotation. You just need to learn how to wield Liss's untapped potential. 
<laughs> you have to learn how to direct the raw force of nature that it You just turn her in a direction and say, this is what we hope will be accomplished here. Channel it's kind of us. like a windmill or a water mill. It's just, you just channel tape. <laughs> Have to well, just gonna have to wait and see. <laughs> it's open this time. We All go right. in. So, uh, whereas Team Park, uh, you guys get to Lower Gwyn's Falls Park, and it's uh, it's about what you'd expect. There's a there's a little water course running through it, some basketball courts, a little bit of a trail, mostly just green space though. Um, some scattered uh, woods. You'd call them kind of woods uh, in patches and then the stream and then the railroad tracks on the other side of that and then you get back into more residential and junk. How do you, how do you spell Gwynfall Park? Or? G-W-Y-N-N-S. No apostrophe. And what was the other word? Falls. Falls. Gwyn's Falls Park. Okay. Yeah. Um, is there any like... Uh, why did I search Yahoo? That was weird. <laughs> I don't know. Why Meanwhile, the Yahoo rest of you, fashion man. Yahoo. <laughs> the rest of you. Uh, I mean, if you poke around the cemetery, it's it's fairly it's fairly flat, honestly, for the most part. Not a ton of topography and wide, wide open. Um, there's like a couple scattered solo trees, but it's mostly just open space with headstones, a couple small mausoleums. That's about it. <laughs> Liz, yeah. Make, sh- make sure make sure to please keep your eyes open the entirety of this trip. Thank you. Yeah, help us find it if it's here. Well, if you're gonna do it, at least warn us. I'm gonna do it. I immediately look at the sun. All right. It's <laughs> all like, uh, stamina. Okay. Neo immediately grabs her hand. <laughs> <laughs> Two successes. All right. So you don't go blind immediately. Um, <laughs> and you. But you get a good after image burn. <laughs> mm hmm. And uh, go ahead and roll me your panomancy roll. Hmm. Um, which is, because I don't actually have a roll for it. Um, it works the same as the common sense merit. Uh, let me yeah. grab that for you. Because I don't have that open for some reason. Nope, that's a werewolf book. Not the one I need. Hmm. Why do you have a werewolf book open, Jack? What are we going to find in this park, Jack? <laughs> that was an old World of Darkness werewolf book that was in my history. Thank you very damn much. <laughs> You're wandering through the park and suddenly werewolves. Oh, no. Not again. Wolves. <laughs> damn it, Graza. This is what happens. Uh, I like how you're calling to a character from a different, like, Yep. Universe of systems. Wits and composure. <laughs> Listen. All right. I just like missed those. Like leaving but World of Darkness straight to D and D. Zero successes, actually. 
you follow your you follow your your after image through your closed eyelids, smack face first into the wall of a mausoleum. Even with Neo Flau. <laughs> yeah, well, Neo Flau, you're just holding her hand uh-huh. and letting her go. And uh-huh. she starts walking towards a mausoleum with her hand held out. And you're thinking, oh, maybe there's like a loose stone or some clue where there's something, you know, engraved here that's going to be a something. And she just, she holds out and the palm hits, but that doesn't stop her. And she just takes two more steps forward, smacks her forehead against it. <sighs> Ow. Neo Flau proceeds to put his head down and just say, God damn it, Liz. Ow. Meanwhile, over the park, what are you guys looking for? Um, so I'm... Changelings. <laughs> cha- I mean, changelings, yeah. That's actually pretty accurate. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, like, like just wandering through public spaces, looking for any sort of... Anything that might be nicknamed a green wall. Um, okay. And it's also an investigation. changelings, actually. Uh, you ask of investigation rather than perception. Yes, and There's investigation. No These are things that I am good at, but to be better, I'm going to spend a willpower. This is turning into quite the musical episode. <laughs> I have a chance die. Five successes. So. Nice. Yeah. I'm assuming there's no chance I can try and do a social variant of this role? Not really. You guys are just okay. looking around trying to see what you notice. You haven't actually made nine, contact with would anybody. Not, which does not succeed on a chance roll, unfortunately. Um, no, unfortunately then can Gail be looking for people who might know something? Sure. Wits and composure. Okay, that works much better. Five successes for me. All right. Well, let's see what Gale rolls, and then we'll stitch these both together. Okay. So, as you guys begin to wander through the park looking for anything that seems like it might assist, um, Gale, you first notice that, yeah, there's hardly anybody around. Even Phage, you, you can see very clearly. It's pretty isolated right now. It's pretty quiet. There's a few people, but even from this distance, you can tell, yeah, they're mundane as hell. Um, no changelings about to be seen. Um, Liss, or sorry, uh, Gail, you start gravitating towards the basketball court because that's where there's the largest number of people. Um, and uh, Nero, you begin to head towards kind of the, the woods on the the northern end of that outskirt of the park. Um, there's a little place where a, an asphalt trail runs through, and the uh, somebody botches a pass, and the ball goes bouncing off uh, towards the north and rolls into the underbrush. One of the kids goes after it, and the other one yells after him, watch out for the creepy tree! Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to... That's what happens when children are insightful. I'm going to yeah. wait until the kid gets the ball and goes back, and then okay. head that way looking for a creepy tree. So the kid goes to, uh, to grab the ball, um, and you see him kind of gauging his rough position in the the landscape and he's cheating off to the uh to the left hand side 
you know, vaguely, definitely not going off to the right sort of uh, body language way, um, grabs the ball and uh, starts heading back towards the, the basketball court. Got it. Stop being a dumbass. So I head to the right, the direction he didn't want to go for some reason. Okay. Um, and as you go there, uh, there is a rather singular tree that you do find. Um, it's, uh, give me a intelligence and survival. That's one of my bad ones. It's an old oak tree. It is not actually, but mm, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> One success. All right. So you see this large maple, and it's it's growing at very what would be called a wolf tree. Horrible angles. It's knotted and twisted to an extent in its in its physiology, Um, and its roots are actually pulled up somewhat from the ground. You remember hearing something about when a sapling sprouts on top of an existing stump and then the stump rots away from underneath it as the sapling grows. You get this weird sort of underneath kind of thing. And as you're looking at it, there's a number of uh, surprisingly large number of mushrooms and lichens just growing up the trunk uh, from the side that you're approaching at. And there's a good two and a half almost three foot gap between the ground surface and where this, the various forks of the roots kind of merge into the actual trunk of the tree that rises up forward. Um, but you think, yeah, if I was a kid wandering down here later during the day when the light's not so great, yeah, this tree might creep you the fuck out. Mm. I, Pull out my phone <coughs> and call Phage, because I've probably wandered away from Phage at this point. Yeah, you're you're a little further than shouting distance from the other two. Hmm? Yep. Answer the phone. Hey, Phage, could you grab Gale and head over... Give a direction. I found a weird tree. You know, I would question why that was relevant, and then I realized what we are. Yeah. Like, I go to retrieve Gale and head that direction. Okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, the rest of you are at the graveyard. Ow. Uh, Adele, what are you up to as these two go walk into a building? <laughs> um, just sort of... Not inside, yeah. into. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Completely ignoring that. Uh-huh. Um, it did not happen. Um... And I am just going to, so Adele will sort of, well, enjoying the overall ambiance, um, uh, drift through the places that, uh, that, that, that people are less likely to be gathered at. Okay. Um, trying to find perhaps the places that are, uh, that, that somebody who comes to such a place regularly might go because those aren't going to be right out in the middle of everything because then you're creepy. Right. And some people unlike Adele don't care or actually care about whether they're, they're viewed as creepy or not. So um, like 
the 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 mausoleums that are sort of out of the way, um, looking for ones that might actually have might might actually be able to gotten into that people might hang out at that sort of thing. Okay. All right. So you're looking around and you're finding there's a there's a couple, maybe two at the most. Um, but everything here seems very very barren. Even from like a ghosty sort of perspective, it's it's inert. It's dead as fuck, and not in the way that you like it. That's disturbing. Um. Hmm. Let me look at something here. I like how the lack of ghosts is disturbing to Adele. Yes. <laughs> well. Regardless of who you are, I would think that a lack of ghosts would be in, in a graveyard would be a disturbing sign. Um, Someone ate all the ghosts. It was the larger piranha ghost. Also known as the worm. As it turns out, there's a reason the werewolves want to be here. Just uh, just a a large yellow ball rolls past Del going walk up walk up walk up walk up walk up walk up walk up. My God! For some re- for no reason whatsoever, Adele slaps Nero next time. No, um, <laughs> Nero would never make that joke. That's me. Um. So there's nothing. Are there? Are there any gathering of people for standard sort of funeral? Uh, not at this time. No, it honestly seems almost like you guys are the only ones in this graveyard right now. That's uh, a little creepy. And not creepy. <laughs> um, Even back to the group at the tree. So, Gale yeah. and Phage and Nero are at a weird tree. Uh, That's a weird tree. Similar to uh, how we found the entrance to the hollow in our in our crack house, um, mm-hmm. is there a way to sort of sense out if this is a connection point to the hedge? Well, you can. Oh, you have learned over the past, you know, time of experience that you can open a gate to the hedge through anything that can serve or resemble a door, whether that's a car door or a window or a hole like a or, gap underneath a tree or like a gap underneath a tree so i mean you could totally get to the hedge through that opening if you wanted to um yeah Can i mean I... even even like two pillars out in front of walmart to keep people from crashing a car through the glass doors you could make that into a gate to the hedge if you wanted mm-hmm. can i it'd just be a little obvious could i investigate yeah. around the like the base of the tree and see if somebody else has been using this as a gate to the hedge Wits and investigation? Can I treat it like a crime scene? You may not, sir. <laughs> set, up, is... set up police tape. <laughs> Technically, you should. if you're looking for this sort of thing, it should be wits and survival, so I'm being nice by using investigation for you. Thank you. <laughs> See, I could do wits and survival. One success. Have a dot and survive. There is some disturbing... Uh, something has disturbed kind of the leaf litter somewhat you're not able to pull like a specific track as to whether it's you know uh, a dog or a human or you know whatever um but they're right yeah or or a human dog um 
But uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's been there's been something through here recently. Can I tell if it went underneath the tree and didn't come back out the other side? Not really able to tell that, no. Oh. But if you spend a point of glamour, you can go through and see what's on the hedge side of things. Uh, who wants to take a trip in the hedge real quick? How? I mean, I'm game for it, but so, are we certain that there's actually something here? You can get through under there, I say, pointing at the gap underneath the tree. I mean, and yes, you can get through just about anything that looks like that. There is... Something has been around here recently, and the kids are staying away from it. Why don't we see yeah, if it's a door I... without just trying to go into the hedge? Can I? I mean, I guess that it is a door. Or, like, it can be a door regardless, I guess. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. See if it's a permanent Yeah, can door. I use my common sense merit in this context? Yeah, definitely. The DM uh, give me merit. Wits and composure. The are we about to TPK half the party merit? <laughs> One success. As a changeling, you can definitely see the draw of using this as a door. It's got the right vibe, almost, in a sense. You can see why this would be, you know, if, you, if you're going to set up, a, even if it's not a permanent door, a frequently utilized one, it's a place that the kids themselves kind of stay away from, point in your favor. It's very iconic, which if you have any no sort of art, art in your soul. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's very Changeling-esque. Um, and it's easy to identify. And it's a decent landmark where, you know, you're not saying, hey, go between the two street signs. Which street signs? Well, they're the ones that are like halfway down, like all the way at the end of the street. No, the other end of the street. Oh, okay. It's very, mm-hmm. it's very easy to, to describe to someone. Um, if the you creepy going... looking tree is all by itself. <laughs> right, yeah. The well, creepy looking mushroom tree. You, 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 you tag it and you crawl through and bam, meet me there kind of thing. Mm. Well, if I could question... Assu- let's just assume for a moment that this is a regularly used passage. Is it necessarily appropriate or best foot forward to wander on it? Uh, considering they're not going to come out if we knock. Yeah. Very well then. Might we might catch shit for it, but better to confirm that this is the place we want, or immediately disprove that it's the place we want and head out. Of course. I will spend a glamour and crawl through the hole. Okay. So you just brush a hand down across one of the, the parts of the, the root as you duck your head under to crawl through, and you feel that connection to the weird uh, right there as you do whatever it is to break through the mist of reality onto the borderlands of the real in Arcadia. And you crawl underneath... It smells of wet soil and the occasional worm or insect a little bit. And then all of a sudden, drier, fresher leaves are brushing against your face. And you tumble through with a couple light scratches on your 
your shoulders from thorns that have come out of nowhere into the place where you currently are. There's a little bit of a clearing around you, but it's still very thick uh, plant growth. Meanwhile, the rest of you, you see Nero disappear underneath, and it's almost like he evaporates partway through before his last heel vanishes. And you know, hey, the door's open for a little while. You can duck in as if you like also. Um, Fage just kind of starts um, muttering a song that she's familiar with to herself as she starts to go in. Raise your hats and your glasses too We will dance the whole night through We're going back to a time we knew Under a violet moon And at the under a violet moon is when she actually steps through the door. Okay, so you get down on your hands and knees and you sort of angle one head and shoulder in to get through this. For you, very cramped but still barely passable uh, entryway. Um, But it broadens noticeably as you as you push in farther and you squirm your way through um sort of rolling out onto your haunches uh, next to where nero is standing looking at this wall of thorns that was going to take a little bit of negotiation in order to get to anywhere besides immediately just here Hmm? gail are you staying or going okay you as well duck underneath and crawl out the other side into a much more green but brightly lit area. Uh, not with the same sort of uh, late summer dryness that Baltimore's been experiencing recently. Um, and you guys are in the hedge. There's a little bit of circuitous space that a very charitable person might call a trail. Um, well, I suppose this is where we knock. Does it look like there's anything that would resemble tracks or a hollow knock on? You've got about 10 feet of visibility in any given direction. Um, there, whatever is at your feet, um, seems to be able to be traversed uh but you know that the hedge is psychoactive even if there were tracks here they might vanish in 10 minutes they might last for 10 years so you'd have to do some exploration if you're going to find anything about what's in the immediate area um can i attempt to maneuver the hedge out of our way so that we can actually get some movement room yeah mm-hmm. um roll a or for some Roll a manipulation and weird. Manipulation and weird. Manipulation plus two. Five successes. I best at this. (laughs) So you kind of reach out and sort of try and impose your will, and there's a fractional drawing back as some of the thorns begin to curl away and the path uh, becomes a little broader, a little easier to maneuver. You see it leads out, and then there's an outcropping of rocks, and then it sort of bends off to the left-hand side a little bit. Well, at the very least, we can go through without getting cut up by thorns now. 
Okay. So is that where you're headed? I suppose we, if we're here to find them, we might as well get going. So, so you step forward, Someone begin walking down. Yeah, that's nice. As long as it's a nice package. Uh, you step forward, working your way down, um, and begin to traverse the area. Um, and you're able to find a, a number of footprints in the the dirt of this pathway. Uh, probably at least three or four sets, maybe more, hard to tell. <coughs> and you begin to walk a little further down. Uh, you go around the corner to the left, and all of a sudden you're confronted by probably about 20 feet away across a little bit of a clearing, a huge wall of very thickly intertwined brambles with jagged, sharp, probably eight, almost eight to 12 inch long thorns. And upon them is impaled the body of a humanoid figure in a vaguely messianic uh, crucifixion position. Would you call this the green wall? Does it look green? Looks more brownish than green, honestly. I mean, there's green to it, being plants, but... Uh, certainly a wall. What does the humanoid body look like? It's male, appears to be. Tattered. Um, the thorns go through... Uh, parts of his forearms. There's one jagged one piercing through sort of the left side of his throat and coming out to a sharp tip at the, uh, the essence. Uh, a couple through his, his torso as well. His legs are sort of just kind of dangling free about 18 inches off the ground. Hmm. So either our cult does it is... Does seem a... to be a mundane or does it look like a changeling? Give me a wits and investigate or an uh, wits and composure. Hmm? I'll do that too. I believe this affects my curse. Yeah. yeah, check check your blessings and curses before I make your rolls. <laughs> I mean, unless I'm losing oh, no. clarity over this, I don't. Not I don't get. I, I don't get ten again on composure rolls except for wits and composure. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because wits and composure is do I notice things? So they they try not to handicap people there too much. I don't notice things. That's okay. Three successes, I believe. Okay. One success. Okay. Um, You guys can definitely tell he's a changeling. Uh, Nero, as you're looking, he's got vaguely scaly reptilian aspect to him. Uh, Gail, you immediately pick out yeah, scales around the uh, the eyes and neck, uh, some on the exp- uh, extended uh, extremities as well. Uh, in fact, a number of them have flaked off and are laying in, in tatters on the ground with bits of flesh still attached. Uh, he's got um, small pockets, some sort of inset into his physiology under his, his eyes right there, sort of above the sinuses. Um, and his, his clothing, he's not wearing any shoes. Um, and most of, most of the torso, the, the shirt has been ripped off. There's only a few errant strands of cloth still hanging from the upper body. The, the pants themselves are fairly well intact. 
some some level of blue jeans, no belt. Um, but yeah, uh, Gail, you also notice a, a small piece of paper uh, stuck, probably about fifteen feet to the right of him on one of the thorns. Say anything. Sorry. Does the paper say anything? Uh, if you go pick it up. Oh, I was just thinking if it, like, had... If it seemed like, from what I could see... It, it looks like there might be some writing on it. Um, Gail will sort of indicate that. Seems that there's a message along with the clearer message. I'll go grab it. Okay. Showing up in your handouts, then. <laughs> Uh, where? Uh, it should be showing up in your journal. Hmm? Called Lost Letters? Yes, it is. Hmm. Which one? There are two. Yes, there are. Hmm. It's the one that you haven't seen yet. Hmm. Um, Market laws? Um, no, it's only showing up in Nero's right now because he's oh. the one who got it. Hmm. Is it? 1-3-2016, please do not make the mistake of believing. Yep, that's the one that you just found. Mm-hmm. So uh, he'll read it out loud. Please do not mistake, please do not make the mistake of believing that this blame is to be laid at your threshold. Setbacks occur and we will only be the stronger for them. It is the way of the world since ancient history that innocents suffer for the wicked. A day of reckoning comes. We must be willing to strike to survive. A predator lurks away, a predator lurks among our own halls. And and trods and cloaks himself in vague words and subtle deeds. But the threads are fast fraying. Blue is clean, and that is no small victory. Our new straws tighter in the culprit will be enclosed in the hutch of his misdeeds. We must be wary of his customer, for we draw closer to each with every passing day. It is poorly done to capture the bishop and be taken by the queen. Gird yourself, mon ami, mon chéri. Dawn is coming with flame with flame to purity to purify. So I think our cult our cult uh, is a little bit more culty than we thought. Give me a wits and investigation, Nero. Your crime scene totally applies here. Hey! <laughs> cr- Finally, cr- 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 crime scene. Uh, I'm going to spend a willpower as well. Okay. Investigation. Um, four extra dice. Not 40, four. Yes. Mm-hmm. Eight successes. Damn. All right. So here's what you find over the next Batman five minutes. visions. <laughs> yep. <laughs> of looking around and being helped by your friends. Um, around his neck, there's a bit of wire bearing uh, two halves of an old broken key. Can you can you deliver this in like a Sherlock Holmes monologue? <laughs> no. I mean, maybe if I'd prepared and had some practice, but no. Um, it's all coming to me. Yep. The uh, the ground show shows some tracks of at least two or three other people besides, and there are defensive wounds on the body. Um, there's a very sort of ritualistic execution style to this this entire scenario. 
Um, and one of the victim, as you, you tip open his mouth, and he's got these two very long snake-like fangs uh, as part of his teeth. One of them is snapped off fairly close to the root, likely in a fight. Um, you're definitely getting the idea that, yep, this is that person we were supposed to find. Based on the uh, the condition of the body, you're guessing he's been dead a couple days, maybe a week at the most. Um, of course, time in the hedge is a little weird, but that would be your best estimate. Um, and you also notice that the note is a dated at le- from last year. So if they if if your your intellectual prowess is to be believed, the note is probably not related to this murder. It's probably just a thing that was in the area. I will pocket the note. <clears throat> Look at him. Well, I think we found Kalanag. Which is going to be a problem. Like, with oh, Changeling's sort of innate deal. What was the name of the motley? It's in our notes, right there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Aaron, you were saying about Changeling's? Yes, Greenwall was the name of the motley. Mm-hmm. I thought we were pretending we didn't know that for comedic effect or something. Um, <laughs> I yeah, it, and Gail wasn't going to say anything. Um, oh, okay, it, no, I I was. I wanted to ask with changing sort of innate deal sense. Does mm-hmm. Gail have any idea like what the impact of not being able to set up the meeting because the person is no longer alive would? be in this context or no wording is very important and you were told to get things arranged so that war dancer could meet kalanag well there he is <laughs> uh, tell war dancer where well, kalanag's at there you go here's phage, your meeting phage would you please pull him off the wall um can i get the wall to release him oh no manipulation and weird you all think I'm the one that's going to get us arrested? <laughs> it's inside the hedge. As long as he doesn't just bring the body of the hedge. <laughs> there are authorities inside the hedge, and they are the worst authorities. Yes, they are. And yes, there are. One success. Takes you about ten minutes, but with a little bit of force of will, you're able to help the thorns, especially the ones that are sort of porcupine quilly jagged, you know, one direction only thorns release. The body's not in great condition when you finally do get it off. It is more or less one piece, though. Um, and, of course, it's been dead long enough that most of the uh, the blood has drained out, so it's not making too much of a mess. And surprisingly, it's not decayed or rotted all that much either. There's not like that stench of carrion nearby. Alright, so let's bring him back to that field right before the entrance. I'll go out and make a couple calls, see if we can't get Wardancer over here. <sighs> and our deal will be complete. 
Though I imagine more things will come after that. Yes, I think this is going to be a bit of a problem. Yep. Uh, well, if we all want to head back there, I'll try and hide us in the hedge and make sure that nothing sees us while we're waiting. Yeah, you guys, you guys hide with him. And if anything does see, these are bring thorns him out. within the hedge, correct? Sorry. The thing that Paige was messing with is thorns within the hedge, correct? Yes. Would that function for pricking my finger for? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna do that so I have a the material component for Pathfinder if I can. Okay. So you got the catch succeeded there? Yeah, the catch is ha- have a thorn that I pricked myself with within the last day. Um, and if I can use one of the thorns that's here for that, I want to... Um, yep. I think I have to make a roll or no. I don't know. Yes, Just yes, to get the component. Um, so that's mm-hmm. dexterity and something, if I remember correctly. Uh, for Pathfinder, oh. it's, in, it's intelligence yeah. and weird. Okay. I was going to hold off on using Pathfinder itself. Uh, yeah, the, I think the, the question was to grab a thorn. Not to... Right, yeah, you have to... Well, I mean, you pull the thorn off and shed blood while you do so. Yeah. So. Okay. But yeah, you can, you can do that. <laughs> All right. So intelligence and weird. <laughs> I think they were going to hold off on using it for, for oh, okay. now. They just wanted, they just wanted to have the cats fulfilled. All right. So uh, who's looking to get out? Uh, Nero, you are? So, yeah. Like, let have, and, and I'll explain. You guys stay with him. If anything comes after you, just don't care. Bring him out with you. Um, uh, Nero, you're rolling intelligence, investigation, and weird. To leave? Okay. To leave. You have to find an active gateway because you walked away from and lost sight of the original. Okay. Mm. So uh, it is gone. Intelligence, inves- wits investigation weird or intelligence? Intelligence investigation and okay. weird. Okay. All three. Intelligence investigation. The end. And the willpower on that. And we're following him to where he leaves, but we're not leaving with him. Okay. Uh, two successes. Okay. So it takes you about ten minutes, but you find an area where you're being, where you'll be able to to get a uh, a decent spot, and you push your weird into it, and the hedge sort of peels back a little bit, and you can see a grassy field on the other side with a couple of kids playing basketball in a court uh, across the way. You get the idea that if they look over, they'll see you. And as you look down at yourself, you notice that whereas most of the time you can sort of choose whether you're going to see your own mask or mean, your mask is gone. If they look over, they're going to see Fireboy. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so I very quickly get out. Okay. Subtly and quietly. Give me a stealth and dexterity. Hmm. Otherwise, I freak the fuck out of some kids playing basketball. Um. I saw a man on fire. I saw a man of fire. 
dude, the, the movie's called Man on Fire, not A Man on Fire. No, it's Lava Boy. Uh, dexterity <laughs> oh, wait, no. No, it's Shark Boy and Lava yeah, Girl. Lava Girl. I just yeah. remembered that, yeah. <laughs> Two successes. I love our random ass signs. Two successes. Okay. So you duck out and jump behind a tree almost immediately, and your mask, as soon as you leave, reasserts itself. And you keep an eye off to one side, and that gate, that opening stays there as long as you're looking at it. Which means it stays open for those kids as well. <laughs> Is there anything nearby? Wait. I'm wearing a hoodie. Can I just take my hoodie off and hang it on a branch so it blocks the gate from sight? Can you can you cover an entire human-sized door with a hoodie? I didn't know how big it was. <laughs> okay, well, now you know. <laughs> it's about door size. Do I think I'll be able to open this particular hole again? Yeah, it seems to be... It seems to have formed in sort of like an arch where a couple of saplings are growing and... The, you'll you'll probably have to spend a glamour, but you'll yeah. be able to pull it open. I'll look away. Whether it'll lean to this lead to the same place is an entirely different question. <laughs> I stick my head back. In. I stick my head back in. Bring him out. Come on. Uh, I can't. Bring- guarantee, <laughs> I can't guarantee we'll come back to you if we if I let this if I let this door close. <sighs> Alright. I will, of course, do as I'm told. And then hide him. Alright. As soon as you guys step through and turn your back on the gate, it just vanishes. Almost instantly. And then I'll I'll, I'll sort of hurry them back over towards the weird tree, actually. Uh, that's like a good hundred yards across open ground. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Back into the woods? Yeah. Uh, that's taking you down towards the creek. That's fine. Okay. Away from the kids. <laughs> All right. Can't wait to see you guys weekend at Bernie's in the sky. Hmm? <laughs> <sighs> Meanwhile, I mean, between those of you at the graveyard, yep. <laughs> Ow. you're sort of feeling like this is a bit of a dead end. You've, no pun intended. Mm-hmm. I have explored thoroughly the mausoleum that I ran into. I have... Thoroughly died inside. It's not. It's not. I I, I go. I thoroughly returned to the other go. two. I don't know. I'm calling, <laughs> them, I'm calling them once we're safe. So yeah. okay. So after about half an hour of kicking your your heels around the graveyard your phone rings which which one are you calling adele okay okay adele's phone rings picks up hello hey adele we found kalanak oh wonderful um that's good because he sorry say that part again he's dead oh meh could you guys um what what are you what Hold on, hold on just a second, Nero. Mm-hmm. Um, Kalanag's dead. So. <laughs> Neo hears this and just lifts his hands up and just walks away. For some people, that does, that isn't like, uh, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Good. Uh, Neo's been gone for a while. <laughs> God damn it. Could you guys come meet us and I'll give them, 
uh, the creek that we're like the creek in this park. <laughs> yeah, Gwyn's Falls. <laughs> surprisingly the creek enough, in, yeah, Gwyn's Falls at Gwyn's Falls Park. Of course, we, we will be there. Hey, cool. Um, For time's sake, you guys do eventually all mm-hmm. manage to assemble. After uh, so, so yeah. Once there, once we're all here, I'm just sort of like rubbing my forehead as we're standing over this corpse. That's not. Hmm. So our cultists are a bit more culty. Um, either that, or somebody killed all of them and just posed this body on a patch of briars. What kind yeah. of cult is this? I don't think this is. I strongly suspect this is not the um Yeah, I'm I'm looking at that body with my occult knowledge and seeing if I know what kind of like cuz they he was hanging out with them and they were apparently friends and now he's dead. So I'm suspicious about this train of logic. Okay. Uh like, intelligence and occult, sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to make that I'm going to make that roll as well. Yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Uh, while that's going on, um, this is Gwyn's Falls at the Gwyn's Falls Park. I feel like this is a place that people might frequent, and we've got a body sitting on the ground. We're, in the, we're amongst <laughs> It's trees. fine, it's fine. I'm going to spend a while power on that. like, boating down the river. <laughs> no. In fact, <laughs> in fact uh, the river is about eight feet across. One success. Yeah. For, uh, uh, the trees are doing less to hide the body, and the fact that you kind of have him down and over the bank is probably what's hiding him right now, though. Four successes. Sheesh. Um, yeah, people generally don't... That's my thing. Yeah, people... I mean, <clears throat> ritual sacrifice is ritual sacrifice. Yes. Uh, but usually you go for somebody who's not one of your friends if you can, right. because, mm. you know... <laughs> Friends aren't is, easy, especially when you're a changeling, you know. Yes, especially um, when you're a cult. <laughs> also, that seems a little bit, um, well, it it makes someone an obvious suspect. Yeah, yeah, it does that as well. Um, do you, do you course, mention the note thing, Nero? Uh, no, I don't, because I figure it, it's, it, it was from a year ago, so I don't think it's relevant. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> That's, okay. Um, he doesn't. He just has it in his pocket. No, no, that's Someone fair. Might, um. So this is not the actual place where he. No, we found him in the head. We should go back oh. there. He might still be there. He's a ghost. Oh. Um. Not sure if we can get back there. Because Edge. Yes. Also I also we'd have to cross an open field. We can't leave it here? I don't understand the problem. Mundanes <laughs> are in this park. Children, specifically. Not a good idea, Adele. <sighs> And we need to either we need to either somehow figure out a way to get him to the meeting tonight, or get War Dancer here. You all have phones. Not her number. <sighs> Do you even know her real name? 
her 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 mundane name because you keep going on about how people don't yes, have so the same names and we need to know them so names. that we can find and ask and we don't know her mundane name although i do pull okay. the phone out and call will now I think about it, he might know how to get a hold of her um, uh will does not answer actually hmm. i turn off the phone oh there goes that idea uh try and call gilly yeah just as a quick question, um, yes. Did we get the sense that the sort of place the summer court has set up, they usually have people there, or? Uh-huh. It did seem okay. kind of like a permanent. And now that you have your I, own hollow, you're pretty sure that yeah, that's a hollow. So it's definitely they have, there when it's there. Um, this is how do I ask this right? Um, the wording was the wording like with war dancer specifically or essentially with the summer court. I thought it was closer to with the summer court, but um the yeah, it was basically with the the summer leaning. Now and, the sorry, meeting I... was supposed to happen with war dancer, however. Yeah. How final question. I... I'm uh-huh. sorry. No, it's fine. Um, how far is that the military base that they've kind of co-opted from here? Um, as far as that goes, let me do a quick Google. Idea. Drive there. <laughs> it's about a 15-minute drive or so. Okay. Gail will... Um, it might be more efficient and cause less of a stir if someone just went by and notified them, so that they could. I, well, um, I go over how? and I go over and and like both hands on one of Gail's hands. You are brilliant. <laughs> Thank you. Can someone go get that? Uh, Gail and you, Nero, are kind of the ones that were more interested in the summer court. You two might want to go and get them while well, we try and hide this body. That would be the best idea. How? Or one of us could stay with the body to what are you trying aggressively to... guard and... Adele, I can scare people away. Adele, what are you trying to say? <laughs> I am trying to ask the storyteller how big the body is. Uh, it's about as big as you are. Adele... You, Jer- you Jeremy, not you, Adele. Mm. Okay. People send lots of other people when stuff goes wrong around here. Age, lots of people. <laughs> Adele's like, <laughs> they I will call be right people. Back. And to, goes to head to her car. Thank you, Adele. Right. Um, I would say, and you can disagree with me on this, but I would say it would be fair to say that Adele may have the implement the a, a bag. Big enough to store <laughs> you a will. body. Yeah. <laughs> a, bo- a body bag, yeah. <laughs> Sitting next to her Roll me a single D10. Her... I've got a percentage in mind. Okay. <laughs> it may not be in the car right now. She may have to go home and get it. But... Yep, eight. you got one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she you reaches in... In your goddamn the trunk. the side. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Retrieves a bag and well, no, she she pushes the shovel aside and then goes, Okay. 
Oh, pushes sheet push. plastic, ground cloth, tarp, yes. body bag. Yes. Mm. Which, let's go with the bag. Hmm? The bag has less lie on it currently. Right. Yes. So, <laughs> um, and just drifts her way back <laughs> and drops it on the body. Why do you have a body bag? Is that relevant to the to the to to the situation? Maybe. Um, should I head by summer court or Nero or both of us? Well, mm. we have a body bag now. We can probably just. Uh, how feasible is it to walk back with a body in a body bag? Intelligence and streetwise, everybody. <laughs> we smuggle. I hope that it's not an actual body bag, but it might. Be I realize that, like a garbage bag, not a. Yes, exactly. Like no, I'm thinking it's an actual body bag because oh, okay. Adele probably has somebody she knows at the the this city morgue. And they're like, and like hey, do you ever have any extra ones of these lying around? Sure, I can get you like half a dozen. Awesome. <laughs> uh, two, su- two successes for myself. One Everybody success. else. Okay. One success. Uh, the musician and the cop both sort of <laughs> arrive at the conclusion that a group of individuals carrying a body bag out of... Uh, you know, or across uh, an open area might not excite a huge amount of attention. A very motley crew of individuals in civilian clothes carrying one out of the woods at a city park (laughs) without any form of official or uniforms or anything is going to raise every goddamn red flag anybody sees them has ever had or will. So bad body, idea, bad the, idea, bad the, idea. The body bag will help to keep people who are wandering by from noticing you are all sitting here with a corpse while Gail and I go get War Dancer. I was about to say, if, it, if it's in a bag, can I then just like pile dirt and stuff on top of the bag to oh, like make it look like a mound? I have a shovel, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> we'll let you guys get to that you know Gail, would you like to join me? Of course. Just sort of lock arms. Just. Neil Plessis is just like, wait, 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 oh, oh, no. Because there are other things I want to get to before 6 p.m. You guys do manage to conceal the body, which is now in a bag. You guys do get to the summer court and manage to, over the past next half hour or so, find Sledge, who finds War Dancer. Um, explain to her the situation and that you need her to come follow you so that things can be completed according to agreement, which she does. So we are fast-forwarding to War Dancer, standing with her hands on her hips and a somewhat perplexed look on her face at the seven of you who are sort of doing the kindergarten class show-and-tell, clasped hands, big smiles, body bag! I I reached out and unzipped the body bag. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's that's him. Jesus. Um. Um. That's and you found him in the hedge. Yes, pinned to it a is, wall. It is worth mentioning that, especially considering that where he died, a meeting could still be arranged. Adele talks to ghosts. Meeting with who? Ah. Uh, 
possibly, if that's a lead you all want to follow, by all means, help yourselves. Um, this is definitely going to throw a bit of a damper on the festivities tonight, uh, because now apparently someone is hunting changelings, or someone amongst us is um, gotten a taste for murder. Um, um. Well, the good news is that it's probably not a keeper because they tend to just take you back rather than kill you. At least what few stories have been. I, I think anyway, a, I think Adele and I go um and reach for a piece of paper at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> yes. Uh, it 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 just so happens, and well. We had discovered uh, a few days ago um, uh, or this in at it was a different graveyard. I'm pretty sure, wasn't it? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yes. I discovered this at, at I don't remember the graveyard. Name of graveyard. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it'd be easier if you both just hand her the papers you've got. Yeah, and I discovered Wait, this. Have one too. Yeah, um, it was next to him when we found him, but it's dated a year ago, so I didn't think it was relevant to his death in particular, and I paper as well. Green Mountain Cemetery. That was the name no, of the this is, I'm sorry, this is three years ago. And That's hand, what... hand her both letters. <laughs> yeah, Green Mountain Cemetery was the name of the place where we found the first time. Yes, that was it. Okay, so you found a letter in... That's been typed, and you found a letter that's been written, and oh, read them. They're 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 dated two years apart, and I don't know what it is, but mine certainly suggests that there's no. I see. Uh, I see the references to privateering, which is yes, yes. Um, well, <laughs> this one. This she indicates Kalanag. It's definitely not privateer work. This is. This no. one, however, I say indicating the one that's seems to be more referencing genocide of some kind. <laughs> uh yes, that's that's a bit hmm. Well <laughs> It is for my potential She'll hand them back. I can see how this uh adds a lovely new number of wrinkles to this um well she looks at all of you tonight is going to be difficult i would recommend discretion trust is not something easily earned or lightly given especially amongst individuals who share our experiences but I trust I can count on all of you being there this evening. We'll be there. We're playing on it. Of course. Excellent. There may be some individuals with questions for you if you would be kind enough to make yourself disposable for at least a short period of time. What are you going to do? Ask people questions. might need to ask you some details. Other people with more investigative or insightful bent than myself. I like hitting and stabbing things, if we're going to be somewhat reductive. Uh, Individuals who like answers to things, well, Adele, I'm sure you know any number of those. Hmm. 
What yes. do you want us to do? I would say chuck him back through. That? Unless you have some subtle and undetectable method of disposal on this side? Mm. No. Uh, I look at I look at Adele. Oh. You sound like you're about to suggest that you do. Perhaps that's a discussion best had another time. Splendid. I look forward to not being a part of that. <laughs> I'm waiting for Adele to suggest like a well, barrel full of lies. <laughs> what? <laughs> Suggesting what? A barrel full, a barrel of, full of lie. I mean. Well, she wasn't going to discuss the, her ease of disposing of corpses in front of people she's not supernaturally bound to. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you weren't. It was just us. No, yeah. I was never. That is, that is the last thing that War Dancer will say. Well, I appreciate your concentration to fulfilling our agreement. Of course, this concludes that level of negotiation. Hopefully, should we have a compact later, it will have a more pleasant ending. I'll see you all this evening. And she turns on her heel and walks very stiffly away. I find what looks to be enough of an arch to form a doorway, drag his body out of the body bag so Adele gets to keep her body bag, and chuck and use a glamour and chuck him through. (laughs) All right. Give me a... Stamina and stealth to see if you can do this highly aerobic activity without any nearby middle school basketball players noticing. It's not like just a knot in the forest. Oh, there are some, but it's a very sparse forest. Uh, you want me to handle that one? Yes. <laughs> I will do that. All right. With my. Two dots of stamina and one dot of stealth. Uh, two dots of stealth. I have four dots total. So it wouldn't be that difficult. And there's always willpower. I will. Except when there isn't. I will. I will stamina stealth and spend the willpower. Alright. Two successes. Okay. All right, so you managed to get him out, get the door open uh, a little ways out and down so that hopefully it doesn't draw too much attention and tumble a changeling corpse back into the hedge. I would like everybody to roll Resolve and... uh, Who's the one that spends glamour on that? I'm assuming me, because I'm the one that had the body. Whoever. I would like everybody to roll Resolve and Composure. Those of you that saw the body and were in the hedge at the time, minus one. Resolving composure, minus one. Three successes. Composure. I don't get ten again. This okay. Um, Three successes. Three. Jack. Yes, it is. Okay. Um, because my seeming curse. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one success. So I'm at a minus two. Correct? Yeah. Uh, so yes, you'd be at a minus two, I believe. Okay. Damn it. Mm-hmm. 
which was relevant because I don't get 10 again. And I rolled. Mm -hmm. Three right. Good. So, Adele, there's a little creep down your spine as that body goes tumbling back in there. For a particular reason? There's several reasons for you. Yeah. As as the hedge sort of snaps shut. You've never disposed of a body in a hedge. No, no. They get buried underneath my underneath the, the large house I own. Right. Um and you've never encountered or much less left a ghost in the hedge. Uh-huh. But you do know enough about the weirdness of that border area to know that things left there always are generally affected by some level of change. Right. And you have no idea, as that hedge gate snaps shut, what may or may not become of that body or that ghost, if there's a ghost. I mean, it's been confirm. in there for a few days already, so right. it's not good regardless. But yeah, okay, yep. fair point. Mm -hmm. Yep. You don't lose any clarity or anything, but okay. you're you're feeling decidedly uncomfortable. But you also are sort of at the point where you're like, it's not like there's anything we can guarantee that we can do. And there might be bigger fish to fry slash we're also sort of on a schedule. So at the moment, she has probably unconsciously slipped behind. Um, probably Nero. Yep. In sort of a hiding gesture. Mm-hmm. I sort of look over my shoulder to notice. I don't move or say anything. I just sort of present a nice, comfortable place to hide, I guess. Okay. All this right. is also uncomfortable. Um, and she's staring at the ground and says, do we want to answer their questions? I mean, they're likely going to ask us what we found and where we found it. I'm. But we don't know what they're going to ask. Really, the and questions. Someone wrote those notes. Someone who's been here longer than us. Oh, look at my note. Uh, Adele, can I see that other note? Oh, um, uh, uh, um, uh, yes, yes. And just the little hand, like, reaches over your shoulder. <laughs> And I'm just going to hold them next to each other and, and compare. I want, can I tell if these, I know they weren't, one was typed, one was written. They're on two separate pieces of paper and two, two years apart. But the other aspects of language and writing analysis, syntax usage, uh -huh, like uh -huh. that, can I, can I tell if these are any way related to one another? Well, they were based on syntax, sentence structure, that sort of thing. Definitely two different people, obviously, okay. writing. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. As far as whether or not one is in answer to another, you 
three two years and change, or a little less than two years. Hard to say. Why? They're only dated with the month and year, right? No. No, they oh, no, they both they're, have they're, days they're, they're as well. Date. Mm-hmm. Definitely dated. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why? Why date? Um, is there any way that I can make a roll to see if I can, if there's any chance that I can find a similarity in it? In the date? In in the date and kind of just in, in the letters themselves in general. If kind of just like... Newspapers. Basis. If, if you're... The newspapers when we came out, the date was, was... The date was weird when I came out that night. The dates may be on there so that you know what date you came in and out if they got lost. That's my like is why if you're writing a letter if you're writing a note to someone what purpose does the date intelligence Gale and just looks at Nero proper writing etiquette no outside of proper writing <laughs> etiquette because um, does- yes you are writing a note otherwise known as a letter to a Another individual, so you write things such as the date on it to convey when the letter was written and sent. Does my writing specialization a generally acceptable part of writing a letter? It's also very important if it's a letter of thanks or communication where when it's sent is time sensitive. I hold them up. Does my writing specialization apply for this, Jack? Yeah, definitely. While, while rolls okay. are being made, this was stapled. Two successes. To, this was stapled to a briar in the hedge. Where'd you find this one, Adele? Hold on, just a second, Jack. You have a message in chat. Yes, I'm, get, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting to that. <laughs> I found it in a tree. This was found in a tree. These weren't mailed to someone. These were left to be found. What does it matter when they? What does it matter when the date was at the time? So you are know you when ex- they were left. Are you expecting people not to find them for years? Like no genu- one found gen- us for years. Genuinely, what's the point of the date on these letters? Is what I'm asking. Oh, uh, Neofly with two successes. Your, I mean. Proper letter writing etiquette makes sense, um, especially like even and as you're thinking about it with everything that you've sent and and experienced and learned since you've returned. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I mean sometimes the content of the letter is very important, but sometimes the uh, position or timing of the message or communication is just as important. Um, so yeah, I mean, sometimes that's just, you know, and these were either typed out or written by hand. Emails just come naturally stamped with date and time. And yeah, most people, when they write a letter to somebody, have a way of ensuring that at least a rough time period or something is known, whether that's by the postmark, if you send it through the mail, or by writing it on the letter itself, or, yeah, it's 
fairly common practice for many people, not all people, but many people, to date their correspondence, especially if it's formalized in any sense. Hmm. I feel like I feel like there really isn't anything else more to this than etiquette. But it Do really is so it is interesting the way they were placed. Why someone might put a, a date on a letter. I think it might be even more relevant to ask why why a letter isn't dated. If it isn't, then why would common practice be followed? I just shrug and I fold them up and I reach to hand the other one back to Adele. There's nobody okay. there. There's nobody there. Hmm. <laughs> so look around. Where did Adele go? She's gone. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. That's I'll call cool. her phone. See if it goes either rings or goes to a no service. Or uh, this number is not probably straight to voicemail. Okay. Hold both up and put them back in my vest. We should probably head back to the cars. Did she go back in? Uh, maybe. I look back. I look back at the gate that we tossed the that we tossed the body through. Is it still open? No, there's no gate. <laughs> I look around. Is there any gate? Like, do I just happen to see a gate? Nope, no gates. <laughs> maybe she went back to the car. I mean, Adele. Unless you did. No, no. I, I don't think Adele's that stupid. I need no. to be somewhere else. I think I'll just run into the hedge by myself. That's a great yes. idea. <laughs> I don't know. No, Adele um, has found somewhere, somewhere enclosed room, something like that that she can hide in. Okay. Find an escape room. <laughs> Yep. I had so do you yeah. head to your house or the crack house? Mm. Neofly's going to head back to Adele's car and see if it's still there. Yeah, it would probably there. still be there. Okay. Um, you probably head back to her house, actually. Okay. Because it's more instinctual than rational. Okay. And she's just going on foot? <laughs> yes. Okay. So that's what Adele's doing for the next couple hours. Yep. Sorry. Uh, is there anything anybody else needs to do before we move on to the assembly? Hmm? Um, I, I out of actually out of here because I I didn't think about it earlier. Would I have had a chance to over the past couple of days had a chance to talk with Flush Flash and do our cultural exchange? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that would have already happened. Uh, if you wanted to have made time for that, you can have made time for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I fret. Uh. <laughs> And I go into Adele's spider room in our ha- in the crack house okay. and leave the thing I was making on, I don't know, whatever like looks like a pile where she was sitting. There's probably a couple books stacked up at least mm-hmm. or a chair yep. or something. Looking at Adele's car before we leave, um, are her keys still in it? I do not think Adele is the sort of person that leaves no, her, she keys not leave her, her keys in the car. No, she does not leave her keys in the car. I will text Adele's cell phone because we know it's just going to go straight to voicemail if I call. Um, left your car. 
And then I guess we'll head back to the house. I mean, it's in a more reputable place than it's usually left. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Um, before we start heading out, Neofly would kind of just raise the question. Um, guys, uh, last night I had this really weird dream that turned into a nightmare. It, my, my keeper found me and they what? took me back. What happened? So a good thing Adele what, already what was ran. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, what? Were there any? Were there? Did the floor tilt? Did, were there stars in the sky? What? What? Was there I, a kraken? I was in a. I was in a room on the second floor of the of the house, and I heard one of my one of the people that were taken with me. Her name is Butterfly. I heard her at the door. I opened it. She was there, but she wasn't the same. She pulled out her arms for me to for me to take her, and I took her, and she just turned into a pile of sticks. And I heard. Then I heard that voice. I don't. I, I don't remember what she said, but I woke up in a cold sweat in a chair. I. I'm just happy that it wasn't real. But Lark is visibly flinching away from you at this point. I hug you. <laughs> um. I mean, Neil says nothing. I don't know what that means, but I, as far as I assume that they are probably looking for their lost toys. So. It means that we need to stay together. Definitely. Well, that's already a little bit of a problem. Adele can take care of herself most of the time. Yeah. Plus, she's going to step a little bit away from the rest of the group. I let go of the hug. Gail, everything all right? You had a dream kind of like that, too, didn't you? Would he have any reason to know that? Absolutely none. Hmm. You stepped away when he talked about it? That's probably... It was... Yeah. Yeah, it was... It was... Kind of just... It was just kind of like a broad assumption. Gail's on her phone. Um, because she's calling Adele, which... Presumably it's still going to voicemail because it's been like two minutes since the last time she called. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, uh, just I'm sure you need some time or something. Um, I'm sorry we left a dead body and you didn't get another one, I guess. Um, (laughs) That's not how you do that, Gail. I love Gail so fucking much. I look over near her. I don't think I... she had a dream last night. <laughs> Can I tell? Because I have fairly high empathy. We should get going then. Just oh. wanted to make sure that you're still all right. Um, if tonight is still something you're inclined towards, um, I apologize. <laughs> Click. That's snap the phone shut. Right. All uh, right. Just walk her. Oh, oh, 
I'm sorry, I just wanted to step away and make sure Adele knew where we were planning on being for the rest of the day. Right, we should actually probably get going towards that. Um, okay. I think Mara wanted to roll something. Yeah, I don't know if I'd be able to tell that Gail is off. Yeah. Wits and empathy. Um, yeah, because I, I have pretty good empathy, so. Would this be subterfuge? Um, if you're going to contest it, it would be manipulation and subterfuge, yes. Mm. Okay. All right. I'm spending a glamour on that. One success. Zero successes can still happen. Yep. Mm -hmm. Manipulation, subterfuge. I'm not clicking because, um, I don't have a penalty. Plus one for glamour. One success. There might be something off, but it's hard to read, and mm-hmm. you're you're not entirely sure. Besides, you you've been there was told a body, repeatedly, yeah. there you, and you've been told repeatedly over the last week or so that you frequently do not actually understand what's going <laughs> on. Yeah, and you're not entirely sure if that might apply here as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Kind of hard to say. Okay. All right. But we will fast forward then, unless anybody has anything entirely imperative uh, to what happens this evening. Um, all of you, kind of with the buildup that has been happening, have that strong inclination to at least make a a slight effort or inclination to formalizing a little bit this evening. Gail probably more than anybody, but still there's a there's a level of cleaning and dressing yourself up to whatever extent that you can manage. I get the proper Booker T look on. Yep, pretty much. <sighs> um and Based on your encounters with other changelings over the along the way, your hedge spun is obviously best choice. If you don't have any of that, then nicer clothes. Um, but accentuating more the aspects of your mean that you can, knowing that your mask will hide them from anybody who shouldn't be able to see. And right around the, the sort of... 435-ish area, people begin to assemble near the vehicles um, and find their way down. Uh, Adele, do you think you've come down enough? Yes, eventually it'll take her probably about an hour or so. Okay. But she will eventually find her way. Uh, uh, Gail will just get a text saying, I'm fine, I will meet you there. Yep. Good enough. Walk. Okay. And you've got your... Uh, Actually, she'll call a cat. Call a okay, I was going to say. She'll probably call a something and go get her vehicle, right? Yes. Okay. Um, but you all assemble uh, near the the front of the, the banquet hall where this is apparently going to be... Uh, 
he met. Mm-hmm. And standing outside um, is a very large, imposing uh, individual. Um, and he's got a, an immense, just huge physique. Uh, his hands themselves, he's, he's stuffed, more or less, into a tuxedo. Um, his hands are roughly the size of your average uh, eight-point shovel. Um, and the fingernails look like teeth off the scoop end of a backhoe. He's got his, his head cleanly shaved um, and a huge under-thrust jaw. Massive underbite um, gives you very faint smile as you you approach. Welcome, glad to have you here. Come along inside. I'll show you where our event is taking place. He'll guide you in. You can call me Keys. I'm the doorman as it were for tonight's festivities <clears throat> but uh on behalf of lady of autumn and the leaden mirror i'd like to welcome you to the assembly sorry for the vagueness i'm sure proper names and traditions will be established over the next few weeks once we get things settled but tonight well we need to at least get the foundation laid. As you follow him, he leads you through <clears throat> a, a banquet hall uh, where there's a number of tables set up in the round. Um, it looks like there's some wait staff preparing for eventual uh, attendees, setting out stemware, plate settings, and that sort of thing. He walks you right through there and down a back uh, hallway down a set of stairs and uh, to a, a basement entryway. Um, it definitely looks more like a storage room entrance, uh, but as he pulls the door back, you see inside uh, a very formalized uh, sort of conference reception area that's been set up. Um, very very well lit for the most part. Um, but as you step inside, it's extremely cold. It's not the the biting, sharp cold of a windy January night, but a slow, creeping, three-in-the-morning sort of cold. A cold that gently wraps its fingers around your spine when you live alone and come home to find the door of your house already slightly ajar. That kind of cold. The light filters through crystal chandeliers that are just out of reach for most of you. Keys has to sort of carefully negotiate his headspace with a bit of caution, being one of the taller individuals. Um, But there's about 40 changelings or so inside of various nobody looking quite the same as anybody you've ever seen, although most of the people that you know already are definitely in attendance. There's an atmosphere that's almost gravid with anticipation. 
and you guys have a few moments to yourself in the midst of all this as Keys shuts the door behind you and apparently goes back to check and see if there's any last minute uh, arrivals before things get started. Hmm. Anyone else feel like somebody's Lovely. about to throw a grenade in here? I was thinking the same exact thing. We'll be fine. I was going to say, we'll Naomi has flashbacks. Yeah. <laughs> I just wrote in the chat, let's hope nothing goes up in flames. <laughs> that would not be uh, uh, fun. Um, well, we'll be fine. I'm They're sure it will all new. be fine. I look around and see if any of the if if like the walkabouts or the haunted waters are visible nearby. Um, you guys see Acacia a little lo- across the way. She's very somberly dressed, not in her usual sort of woods woodswoman attire. Um, but she gives you a little bit of a wave. Um, you see a uh, you see Flish Flash and uh, a couple of the other walkabouts around. Um, you also, uh, Nero, you notice the ogre that punched you in the face uh, when you guys went to investigate the first hollow location. Missed punching me in the face. Thank you. Missed punching you. Tried to punch you in the face. Almost. Almost. Almost punched you in the face. She gives you kind of a toothy grin. She's around with uh, a few of the other people that you recognize from, from when you visited the summer court. Um, and, yeah, it seems that almost everybody that you've mentioned or mentioned meeting or have seen before uh, is definitely in attendance although it takes you a while to sift through the crowd and really get an idea of where everybody is I mean really if someone were to were to throw a grenade this would be the best possible situation yeah Um, Neoflies kind of just want to keep an eye out for uh, Sunset Blue see if he notices her in the crowd Give me a wits and composure. Hmm. Well, can you mingle or hang back? I'm gonna go be a wallflower. One success. Uh, takes you about a minute or two, but then you do see her, yes. Um, statuesque. Um, taller than you expected. Shock of very well cared for blue hair. Uh, short, falling, you know, in a in a bob kind of, uh, and you know, phenomenally gorgeous as you would have expected. Okay, um, I kind of, I kind of nod towards Fage. Hey, Fage, um, I think I see uh, Miss uh, Blue over there. If you want to go with me to have a little chat, certainly. Let's head over there then. Uh, Phage, as she is going, is sort of making as big a presence of herself as she can, just sort of being a giant in the room, basically. (laughs) Give me a presence and socialize. And she's trying to make a big impression, so we're going to spend a willpower on that, too. Okay. Four successes. Four successes is good. Uh, yeah, you're definitely sort of commanding at least a small sector of the room as you move through it, um, catching the eye. Most, it, of, the, it most helps of the conversation that... seems to be fairly quiet. There's a there's a definite sense of trepidation and caution in the room, but you might not interrupt too many conversations, but you definitely bring some pause to a few of them as you as you drift past. And if Phage, it helps that Phage is dressed very confidently. She's definitely of the mind that you know you don't you don't dress to, you don't you don't dress 
to accommodate your body, you make your body work for you. And so she's very she's very much dressed in sort of a uh, showing off what she's got kind of. Okay. Solid. All right. Well, I guess we're mingling. I say as as people split away. <laughs> <laughs> Adele will go wallflower with. Liz. Yeah, I'm wallflowering and I'm feeling so full at the moment. All of the other um. What was the? Ah, I can't remember their names, but the the um, motley that took us in. Um, all the oh, other gosh. ones are here. Uh, thanks. Um, is Hepshibah here, or has some? No, I can't remember her name. The one we've never seen. Ha- the one Hushabeth? we've never seen. Hepshibah. Hepshibah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Do I see anyone that looks like I might imagine she looks like? <laughs> You see a couple of people, actually, that look like you mm-hmm. imagine she would look like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, we did see um, her once, like, through a window. From a window, yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very far up. See, several people that look like they might be the girl from the ring. <laughs> yes. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> one of is, which is Adele. Yeah, one, one of which is, is standing right yeah, next yeah, to yeah. you. Adele, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, there's a there's a fair few um, of, of that sort of area. Um, there's a uh another person who's got kind of longer darker hair her complexion isn't quite as pale um but uh, and she's she's got a a small harp actually sort of hung by her her belt very sort of neobardic kind of kind of aspect to her um there's a an individual who looks fairly similar to Adele, if Adele had a male sibling who was possibly two or three decades her senior, um, and but but with less but with fewer holes, but that a very sort of grave touched, stark kind of. Uh, appearance to them there's a there's a number of darklings flail f- flitting around um flailing yes around. not flailing <laughs> <laughs> doing, doing, doing the, the kermit the frog in panic maneuver yes <laughs> not uh, flailing more like floating flailing. right yeah just drifting uh, through the crowds um but no phage and uh and neofly as you as you maneuver your way through this uh this assembly of individuals over towards sunset um she definitely notices you coming. You don't. You don't exactly cut a subtle jib uh, as you as you move through the room. And uh, she sort of holds up a hand briefly to whoever was speaking to her with a with a sort of smile and turns her attention to you. Oh, welcome, youngsters. Miss Blue, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Neo Fly, and this is my comrade Fitch. Um. You've been trying well. to talk for uh, a certain fellow um, teammate of ours, and I've actually been looking for you for a minute. I heard that you are well, pretty... the only one. <laughs> I've heard you're pretty well known in the night scene, and I know that you are quite the talk of the town when it comes to the club life. And I've been looking for some form of employment in the form of music. You say I'm a musician and I haven't been here for much long, but I feel like with your assistance, I could probably be able to score a few good gigs. 
And it would be nice to have a person like you by my side. Good connections. Wow. <sighs> Barely back for a week and you're already asking for favors from somebody you've just met. That's that's bold. Well, you'll find that bold is uh, the defining trait of the unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, we hang out on the wall. Not, <laughs> not incorrect. Not incorrect, definitely. No. Just tell you about the time we fought off. Uh, we fought off hedge wolves. <laughs> you got that was mouse. less about being Somebody bold and more about being stupid. Um, <laughs> that's a rather intriguing offer you make there, sir. I. Didn't catch your name? Neofly. Neofly, right. The second, I assume? Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing like a bit of hinted history to intrigue someone's attention sometimes. Hmm. (laughs) I'll have to see how good you are. Well, if you have the time. And right about then, uh, there's the sound of a spoon on a glass. And everybody kind of glances over. And you see a tall, very tall individual. Um, He's strong, very strongly built with a single eye. In the middle of his forehead. Skin very, very smooth. Very, very pale. Slightly intimidating presence. Well. I believe that it's time for the business of the evening to commence. So. As one of our kanama. I'd like to welcome all of you. To the Autumn Convocation, where kings and queens might be made, and others of lesser standing established. Many of you in Motley and without are welcome to tonight's celebration, where even the least of us might have their voice heard until... The reign of the leaden mirror commences. Welcome, one and all, where we are to establish our freehold's identity. I will be conducting these ceremonies. Those of you who have not met me may call me Mr. Glare. And now, our ceremony begins. And that's where we're going to leave it for this evening. I was, I was about to say, I was about to say, and that's where, and that's where a grenade with iron filings. Flew off. <laughs> <laughs> Good say. Tink, tink, tink. Have a lovely, say goodbye, everybody, and Thank have a lovely. Bye. 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 Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>